What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Manger. This is the King, Con the King of Kings. The king of content and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas, and you in the Desert Storm bunker with C-G-A, C-God Allah himself. We back, we back, we back, and it is Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Serve me up a gordita. All right, we got to get that jungle love. Hey, Oreo, Oreo, oh, give me a gordita. That's the question. What's your body count? What? What's your body count? Body count? 260, I'm not going to lie. No, not your, your body count. What do you mean? How many? Three, 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 three. Oh, no, she's way more lightweight than I am. Ma'am, how many bodies have you had sex with? Oh, no, I can't count that. <laughs> oh, no, I cannot. <laughs> Let's just say it's more than the 10 fingers, okay? Hey, yo, it's more than the 10 fingers, okay? Hey, it's all good. We know y'all out here smashing them, but it is okay. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. You got to have a day off. You got to have a day off. You got to have a cheat day. You got to got an easy layup in the building. All right, we got a great show today. The realities of marital burnout. With Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton, allegedly, a few weeks ago, they were on the ropes, all right? They were on the ropes, and now their PR team is running interference full steam, trying to hide the fact that potentially one or two of them have lost the love. Where is the love that you promised me? Yeah. The love is gone. The thrill is gone, all right? Like it always does happen. You know what I mean? Marital burnout is absolutely real. And what typically happens next after marital burnout, it's not good. No bueno. No bueno. All right. No bueno. Bueno bueno. All right. So it, it, it typically goes left when you invest in love. All right. And so we're going to talk about that in this particular show. As a matter of fact, I'm going to show you an example of a woman. If you were married to her, how you would experience marital burnout. And this is from a certified marriage counselor. I mean, anybody can have a certification today. I don't listen. You know me and my degree certification count. I don't want to keep reiterating myself. I got more degrees in a thermometer and massive amount of certifications. All right. They don't mean shit. All it did is you mean you passed the test. Congratulations. Let me give you a round of applause. You, you stuck in there long enough to read the textbook. To pass the test. Now, many of these certifications, they don't have any implications like a certification where you can operate a forklift. That makes sense because you're practicing operating the forklift all the time. Right. And then you're practicing danger. You're looking out for shit. But when you have a certification that is somewhat in a social science. Right. You ain't practicing that shit every day. You just waiting to use your little test knowledge on everybody else. All right. Here we go. All right, here we go. Here we, here we go. This woman is allegedly a certified divorce coach. I mean, certified marriage coach. Same thing. And she's going to explain, gentlemen, what your job is. A hard, she says, a much-needed hard truth. Now, I don't know if she's the actual person on the page or she's just posting someone. And it says, gentlemen, if you want a better marriage in, in 20, oh, I think in 2023, this woman's going to tell us, 
If we want a better marriage in 2023, are you wait? Hold on for a second. Let me let me get my sound effect. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? You ready for this shit? This is exactly. Yeah, chicken balk coming in. Chicken balk incoming. <laughs> if you don't understand how to burn a man out, this explanation is going to give it to you. Let's go ahead and let her roll the film. Gentlemen, if you want a better marriage. And her voice is already mad annoying. I mean, it's already off. Imagine coming home to this and listening to this. You know, she's smart and intelligent. I got a certification. All right, gentlemen, if you want me to make you lose your erection tonight. All right, hold on for a second. Gentlemen, if you want a flaccid penile <clears throat> instead of an erect one. Gentlemen, if you want to lose your sexual desire. Oh, my goodness. Sign me up already. Three seconds in, I'm, I'm already rolling my eyes in the back of my head as if I took the poke. And now the symptoms are catching up to me. This is crazy. This is crazy. How about how about I keep my erection instead of listening to you? All right, let's continue. Gentlemen, if you want a better marriage in 2023, you have to let go of these 1950s ideologies that providing for your family only means providing financially. Okay. All right. Okay. Interesting. This is 2023. Yes, this, the 1950s are long gone. We are definitely entered into a new territory, if you will. New, 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 new world order. Okay, so now providing is not enough. Gentlemen, yes, you have the income to afford this bish, all right, as they say. Yeah, bish. Yeah, bish. But now we got to do more. What else? What else on the list, ma'am? I know you insatiable queens. Money's not enough. What else? What else, ma'am? Tell me what else is on my honeydew list. All right. Tell me what else that I'm going to be held at gunpoint or firearm point that if I don't, if I don't fulfill this requirement, I'm headed to divorce court. Now, tell me, tell me what else I'm supposed to do. Hold on for a second. Let's get our big old lemon head back up on the screen here. Here we go. It doesn't at all. That didn't work in 1950, and it's certainly not going to work now. You are responsible for creating a safe place mentally and emotionally for every member of your household. This sounds like a trap. This sounds like a trap. Okay. So I'm also uh, other than finances, I'm responsible for creating a, I'm responsible. My responsibility. You're, you're telling me my responsibility is to create a mental and what was the other one? Emotional, obviously. Um, What, what was the other one? Safe space. It was a safe space, a safe space mentally and emotionally plus financially. Oh, that's not it, gentlemen. She has more. Let's get her a big ass lemon head back up on the screen. What else? What else do we have to do? I'm, I'm do tell. Let me in here. All right. Here we go. I'll let you in here. Do tell for leading them, leading them financially, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, educationally. Wow. My goodness. The list goes on and on. So let me just keep you updated. We have financially, mentally, wait, wait, financially, safe space, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, educationally. All right, boy. Shit's adding up on us, man. See, this is why men experience marital burnout. Now, I'm curious to know 
What the fuck she's supposed to be doing? All right, anybody know what she's supposed to be doing? This is the magic question. What do you supposed to be doing? I cannot wait to hear this shit. <laughs> like, where in the world? This sounds like a giant headache. I mean, listen, and all along the way, she ain't making your salami hard. You got a flaccid penis. <laughs> the entire time you're walking around and your penis is limp. She cannot. She's just telling you every day what she's supposed to do. Limp penis the entire time. Limp biscuit ass walking around marriage. You'd be like, can you top me off? I'm going to lead my family educationally. Can you give me a little bit of sucky sucky? She'd be like, nope, that ain't my job. My goodness gracious. I hope you, you should be sucking me off like a damn world champion. Every day without fail. As soon as I come in. You walking around with a gummy worm in between your legs. You're not providing spiritually. The bills are paid. All right. I'm stimulating everybody's education. I'm sending them to private school. Hey, isn't private school great? I'm spending $5,000 a month on private school. Oh, you're not doing enough. You are not providing mentally or emotionally. Now provide emotionally. I'm like, God damn, man. I'm not your Superman. I'm not, I'm not your Superman. What in the world? That's on you. You are the leader of the household. And oh, that's me, y'all. Hey, that's you. And that's you. Boy, look at this bitch. Okay, um, if I'm doing all of this, what the hell are you doing? Like, are you following me? Are you getting in my damn way? Are you nagging me? You're just putting more shit on my back. And guess what? Guess what? If you fail at just one of these gentlemen... Divorce, mm. burnout. It's you're the problem. It's Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. How about you get your ass in the gym? What are you responsible for? How about you get that neck tucked in just a little bit? How about you get your hair done? Although I like a nice little tail ponytail braid. How about you look presentable and not be dressed like a skeezer? Or how about you at least look like you dress like a woman? I mean, come on. Jeez. You're going to get hit with the I'm not happy with the swiftness. I'm not happy. <laughs> providing for your family means providing that leadership for them so that they have that safe space and they know what it looks like. And she look, I love when I love at the end of the video when they be looking all confident in what they just said and shit. And she be like, yeah, I made a point. I hit you with I hit you over the head with that knowledge. Let's listen to this shit again as if you would come home to this woman. And you're you're doing Mission Impossible right now. One day you slip up. Remember, it's harder to be a father than it is to be a mother. One day. It's harder to be a father than it is to be a mother. See, and anybody who wants to deny it, look at the expectations now of the father. And now, if he tries to lead, she says, well, I want you to lead, but not like that. You're leading all wrong. And then she hits you with the... Then you have marital burnout, and then she's in divorce court or in her therapist's office going, It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. And we sitting over here like, You can't win. Can't win. All right, let's, let's hear this chicken box all the way through uninterrupted now. <laughs> Gentlemen, if you want a better marriage in 2023, you have to let go of these 1950s ideologies that providing for your family only means providing financially. It doesn't at all. That didn't work in 1950 and it's certainly not going to work now. You are responsible for creating 
a safe place mentally and emotionally for every member of your household, for leading them, leading them financially, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, educationally. That's on you. You are the leader of the household and providing for your family means providing that leadership for them so that they have that safe space and they know what it looks like. I'm going to tell you, because uh, there's some woman watching here saying she's absolutely right. And here's the thing. I agree. See, the, here's the thing. I agree with her and I agree with any woman that says she's right. You know, I'm a traditionalist. Now, now that we agree on that, let me tell you what you're about to do. <laughs> Are you ready, ladies? Hold up. Y'all ready for this? Oh, you listen, since I'm the leader and you're the follower, let me put the list together about what you about to do. Y'all ready for this? Are y'all ready? I'm the leader, right? You're the follower, right? I'm about to establish in the tone, right? I'm about to set the tone. We're about to be spiritual. You're going to lead. I'm going to lead us in spirituality. Oh, they're going to be sitting over there crying. They're going to be in therapy. <laughs> and he wants me to. He wants me to be fit. He wants me to be friendly. He wants me to submit. He constantly interrupts me. He constantly chastises me and puts unnecessary burdens on me that I cannot fulfill. I'm a big boned woman. I look like a ham beast. And he wants me to be flat-backed. And he wants me to have a little bit of a bubble on the back. And he wants me to have a washboard abs. He doesn't want me to talk to another man. He doesn't want me to dress like a skeezer and a whore like Sierra. He doesn't want me to girl to girls nights out. She going to be in there. Yep, she going to be in there hitting your ass with the I'm not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> him controlling, him insecure. Dude, let me tell y'all ninjas, they setting you up. They setting you up. They setting you up for failure because they're not about to listen. You're mansplaining your leadership. You never give me an opportunity to make decisions in this house. This woman right here is going to say, you never give me an opportunity to share and make decisions in this household. After, after this bitch just said financially, mentally, safe space, emotionally, spiritually. Oh, I never get to make a decision. You're a pure narcissist. Mm. Ladies, if yep, if you're a dictator, hey ladies, you can't have it both ways. What is it gonna be? What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be, man? You wanna tell me I'm the leader? Well, shit. I'm Coach Alini reporting for duty. I'ma have all of y'all asses in there salute me when I walk in. Sir, yes, sir, it is. Kids, sir, yes, sir. Everything I say at the end of it, you say, sir, yes, sir. Sir, yes, sir. All right, you too, bitch. All right, you too. You bitch. Yeah, bitch. All right, kids in the bedroom. I better not hear a peep out of you for the next 30 minutes. All you're going to hear is sucky, sucky noises. Don't let it bother you. Kids to the bedroom, close your doors. All right, get a book. All right, you, you, get your ass in the bedroom. Get the knee pads out right now. I want you to turn this thing from a flaccid piece of gummy worm into a full out. Uh, <laughs> squishy <laughs> to a full like, let's go get to it, hop to it. All right, and then let me get a 30 minute nap and decompress, and then I'll come back out and lead as necessary. Get the get the step. Mm. They ain't gonna want this. This is just reprehensible behavior. They recording you on the side, 
right, dude. You can't win out here, man, with these people. You Wait a minute. They're insatiable. You can't win. Insatiable shit. All right, let's get to the earlier contributors to the day show. Dollar Sign CGA live on the Cash App. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. He said, that's not a safe space, Coach. Sounds like a safe space to me. Sir, yes, sir. You too, ma'am. You too. And on Saturday, we'll go to the amusement park. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Yeah, she's like, I want to say space. She wants you to come in. Hi, everybody. I'm your friendly dinosaur daddy named Barney. I love you. You love me. We're a happy family with the knickknack patty whack. Give a dog a bone. <laughs> they want you to be all nice. Hi, Tommy. Can you pick up all your Thomas the Tank Engine trains right now? Thank you very much. I love you, son. Daughter, pick up all of your American Girl dolls that I spent months and months of salary buying you that you got just frivolously leaving on the floor. Can you pick those up? Thank you, darling. Honey, can you please touch my peen tonight? Would you be, please touch my peen and perhaps put your mouth on it? Thank you very much. I love you. Oh, you on your period and you just came from the dentist. It's okay. It's been 35 days since you touched my peen. I'll go for day number 36. It's okay. Uh, honey, did you leave all the clothes out and not fold them? They've been in the laundry basket for three weeks now, and I have to keep digging. Oh, I can fold them myself. What a wonderful place. Thank you. I provide the spiritual, financial, and I'll fold my own clothes. Perhaps can I make my own dinner? Absolutely. You made the kids dino chicken nuggets again. Macaroni, cheese, and applesauce. Graham crackers again. Perhaps this is not a nutritious diet for an adult male. I'll make my own dinner while you cut up hot dogs. Absolutely. This is an incredible safe space. This is a wonderful place to be. <laughs> what a what a deal this is a deal of a lifetime i do all the work i pay all the bills and i lead and you guys don't follow <laughs> here we go you get to do what you want and i get to not pull rank all right this is great <laughs> this is fantastic oh, the, oh tombstone pizza and mac and cheese again wow I see my waistline is going to be very, very good here. What a deal. What a deal. All right. So anyway, yeah, you'll tickle me Elmo dolls everywhere. Kids, clean your rooms, please. Please clean your rooms. This is a safe space. I asked you for the 50th time. On time number 51, I'm going to raise my voice. And it's going to be a lot of thunder and lightning in here. Then you're going to say I'm verbally abusive as if I didn't ask you the first 50 times. But you heard me on time 51 after I had the house quaking. Yes, house quake. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, man. Where are we at? Albert, Albert Wesker on the Super Chats on the Notorious CGA channel over here. New, 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 new world order. XXs never want to work. Not in a job or in a marriage, as you see it right here, man. It is all on you. She put it all in your lap. We got, he's also says XX is asked to marry, then say 
they were forced into it. Guys, have you ever been, guys, if you've never been married, the day your wife says you forced her into marriage is one of the most eye-opening experiences you will ever witness. You will not believe your ears when she says, well, you forced me into this marriage and you forced me to quit my career that I was going to be making $8 million a year to raise kids that you put into me. You're going to be like this. You're going to be like, I wish I had the Twilight Zone. You're going to think you enter the Twilight Zone where you get smaller, like the camera pans away from you and you get smaller. And you're going to be like, <laughs> you forced me into his arms. You forced me to cheat. You're just like, I forced you into the marriage. Yep, you asked me to get married. I didn't ask you. Guys, it is like talking to a middle school girl. It's like talking to a middle school girl. You're like, you can't be serious right now. <laughs> yep, you asked me out. This is why This is why the whole, you know, whoever asks a person out should pay for dinner. Women, never asks a man out. Mm. I mean, it's the perfect conversation. <laughs> whoever asks to be, whoever asks to get married is the abuser. Okay, women never ask to get married. <laughs> Therefore, the man's always the abuser. It is, woo, you're, you're going to be flabbergasted. Guys, if you've never been married, listen to me. Your wife is going to whip that out. Trust me. She's going to whip that out, and you're going to be like, I'm sorry. What, what did you say, ma'am? Well, you asked me to marry. I didn't ask you to marry me. You asked me, and you promised me all of this shit. And you're like, <laughs> you're in marriage counseling like you put those babies into me and before you married her before you married her she was like I've been looking at engagement rings I've been looking at wedding dresses oh I have the perfect wedding in my mind I can't wait to be a mother I can't wait to push out kids I can't wait to see what our kids look like that was before you married her and she kept pressing you and pressing you and bringing it up and you finally said all right bitch all right, all right, all right. I'll get you a wedding yeah, ring. Bitch. Jesus, all right, I'll propose to you. You start looking up wedding rings, looking up proposals, looking up everything. You propose. Five years later, she says you forced her into it. Mm. <laughs> You're like, wow. You're like, what the, what the, what, 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 <laughs> Yep, mm. she gave you an ultimatum. You either marry me or I'm leaving you. That was before the marriage. There's another guy that wants to marry me. And if you don't step up to the plate, you lose me forever. And you're like, oh, ma'am. Yeah, you're hit with the this. Wait a minute. Who are you? <laughs> Guys, ladies, if you're here and you ever watch me and you're just like in disbelief of the stuff I say, I want you to really listen to me. You, you guys aren't listening. You guys pull this shit on men all the time. It's so crazy. You're like, what is going on here? They was begging you to marry them. They was begging you, perhaps doing everything, dropping hints, having their family ask, when are you going to make an honest woman of her? And you get pressured into it. And you finally be like, all right, I'll do it. You do it and you get blamed for it. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Yeah, we got ladies in here that agree. They're rational minded. It is mind boggling the shit that they pull on men. And most men do not know how to overcome this. Now, when I overcame it, I was a narcissist controlling abuser because I didn't put up with this shit. I was like, bitch, you out of your mind. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> I was like, we ain't going for none of this shit. I ain't playing this game. But most dudes don't know how to deal with it. You don't know how to defense it. You get stuck. You, you get stuck on stupid and ran over. It's insane. Shout out to MC Hamster says this flat back is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> uh, shout out to Gwen Stefani. The real fit styles is in the building. Hi, coach. I've been a, he says, I haven't been here for a while. Been running my business full time. and got a part time job at night to pay off the debts from my marriage. Oh, the humanity. All right, man. Damn. Oh, the humanity. Well, shout out to you. You get a catch a break from me because you've been here since the beginning. MC Hamster says she's right, coach. We have to lead the family in these regards. The issue is that our wives are supposed to follow nature and support, do they? Nope. Again, you can't lead a damn stubborn mule. You can't lead somebody who doesn't want to follow. You can't lead someone that says you're the leader and then questions your leadership or usurps it or somehow tries to uh, uh, sabotage it. Can't do it. Marriage causes divorce. One of the great title names here. Safe space for wife to ask for a weekend with Chad. Yeah, that's how it normally ends up. And he says Tyrone has never asked, uh, has never been asked to make a safe space. <laughs> All right. Yeah, shout out to Chad and Tyrone. Ty Tyrone just makes a part between her legs. That's all that happens here. All right, we got J-Man says to wish in. Thanks, keep going. Thank you, J-Man. We keeping this movement going, man. Yes, I said movement. But we're keeping this going because we need, you know, we're losing. We're losing a lot of truth speakers here. I don't want to be the next one, but we're losing a lot of truth speakers. But uh, I'm going to hang in there. Shout out to no government name. These XXs talking about emotions and mental health are often the most emotionally immature. He says they love creating problems for themselves in the wise words of the rock. Know your role and shut your mouth. I know that's going to seem misogynist um, and, and, and all of that stuff. But this woman just laid out gender roles like crazy, did not identify one means of support. But I get it. It's a 60 second video. Now, she will not shut her mouth. She will test you constantly. She will use emotional immaturity to say that she has mental health issues. No, you're emotionally immature. Well, it's okay to be emotional. Yes, it's okay to be emotional, but emotional immature is not it. All right. That's that's not the same thing. We got no government name. He says, I joined the dark side and visited the junior college this morning, coach. She couldn't speak a word of English, but luckily translation came through with the assist and in no time. I had all 10 toes up, swaying in the air. Take me out with the evil laugh. Dark side for the win, guys. <laughs> and as I tell you, man, it all boils down. <laughs> it all boils down to one language and one language only, and it is body language. It is body language. You can have a lot, a lot of communication through the body. All right. You don't need much verbal communication as a mo as a most most part of it is the more you communicate verbally, the more verbal diarrhea is that you're going to consume. OK, so too much communication is not an answer. Macaroni Tony says it's hilarious that you bring up waist size. My friend's dad told me that before he was married, um, he was a size 28 and ran ultra marathons. Now he's pushing the size 40 and never works out. 
We're going to talk about that working out here in a minute because Coach Jadon, I swear to God, people are listening to me. All right. Charleston White said the FBI watching his Instagram lives. I'm going to tell you this in this industry that I've been very critical of has now come full circle in the direction of Coach Adamas because I've been calling him out. And guys, cuffing your balls, it, it pays dividends. Shout out to Abel Returns of Eden says, Monk Mode is my safe space. And many times, the best thing, ladies, you want to know what the best thing you can do? Well, one of the best things. There's a lot of good things you can do that you guys refuse to do. But one of the best things you can do to your husband to prevent this marital uh, burnout, I'm going to tell you right now. Don't ever let me, don't ever tell me I never told you anything good. The best thing you can do for your husband in your marriage or your boyfriend is leave him alone. Mm. Leave him alone. Period. Leave his ass alone. Well, don't you want to do something? Don't you want to talk? We don't want to do shit. Get away from me. Leave us alone. You don't have to be all up on our grill talking to us all the time. Peace, quiet, and freedom. Just be quiet. I know this is kind of, listen, you can tell me to be quiet all the time, and I'll be quiet. Thank you. Walk away to the kitchen, sit at my recliner. Okay, thank you. I'll be quiet. Leave me alone. Learn this word, decompression. Decompression. Men have mental health needs too. And that mental health need is to be able to be in his house with it quiet. I want to come home and I don't want to hear shit. Period. Be quiet. Leave me alone. You know what I mean? Leave me alone. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm good. The marriage is good. We, yeah, you still good. Just shut up. Next thing you do, all right, this is called decompression. Let me have a decompressive moment. 30 minutes, I'm going to come home. Yeah, I've been at home with the kids. I've been at home with the kids all day. Man, shut up. That's the job you signed up for. Jesus. Just let me decompress, and then maybe I'll come out after a half an hour, after I had a little bit of time. I've been dealing with the politics. I've been on a jackhammer at work. I've been working at the plant. My boss been threatening to fire me. I've been listening to women at my job tell them, tell us they need equal pay and they doing half the work. I'm just like, man, I just want to be quiet. 30 minutes later, suck me off. 30 minutes after that, it, by about 7.30, 8 o'clock, I'm ready to come out. We're going to have a fantastic two hours. I'll be like, how's it going, honey? How was your day? It's a very simple task, but they cannot follow it because they think, no, that's not true. You want more than that. I bet you you want me touching you. Don't you want me touching you? Don't you want me talking to you? Don't you want me breathing all on your neck? Mm. Nope. No, I don't. Make me some dinner and keep it quiet. I know women are like, this cannot be true. It's you. You're just a just an evil, mean guy. Um, Listen. Ladies, take notes. What I'm telling you will save your marriage. You will not have your husband burned out. You will not have him hating coming home. Do these things and you will have a successful marriage. Do these things. It's called leadership. I'm leading right now. Somebody says needs to be uh, needs to establish that from the jump. That should be dude, from the jump. From day one, that's how you're going to operate. And to day end, the minute you do something opposite of this, I'm going to hate you. I'm going to hate you for real. All right. 
Shout out to Newski says, uh, crazy every year. The things men have to do in relationship keeps getting longer and longer. And the things women need to do keep getting shorter and shorter. Um, partners give all of those things that she was talking about. I mean, this is crazy. I'm supposed to do all of these things. This is like, what do you want me to do now? Juggle fire. You want me to juggle fire. Last one. Gabriel, the angel. Always want, he says, always want, they require. Wait, I don't know what that means. But we'll say, but they will never, they are never willing to do anything. Yeah, never will. They already bringing less to the table already. I mean, that's already not even an argument. They're already bringing less to the table already. But then they pile up all the shit and they just move it into our category. He says, um, they're never willing to do anything, only put every responsibility on us. But they don't give us the key to the leadership. That's the that's the that is the key. They never let us get the key to the leadership because then they either try to jump in there and take it. I'll take it from here. Backseat driving ass people or they blame you. And it says right here, never listen to them. Thanks for all the knowledge. He says the number one finger of that Gordita. All right. El Senior Gregorio. Yes, I broke her in. Let's get to the show. I know the show's been already going on. We on fire. All right, Coach Stradamus. I'm going to need a Coach Stradamus music here. Coach Stradamus is already head of the curve. Now, I've been on this mental health thing, and I'm on it some more because some more data has come out to back up Coach Stradamus. I have challenged. I have pushed the institution of these the rapists, right? I have pushed them to the brink of now they have to admit Coach Stradamus is right once again. I'm not taking no shorts with this industry. This industry is severely flawed. And every time I look up people who say hashtag mental health is real, overwhelmingly they're, they're fat. If you are somebody that tells me mental health is real and I look at your gut and your waistline and you have Dunlap disease, I ain't listening to you. I'm not listening to you, but the industry now has been listening to CGA. Yes, people listen to me. People listen to me, and here it is. You guys want the proof? See, it's not what you know, it's what you can prove. And I come from a fitness background. I come from an athletic background. I've been paying athletics all my life. Not very good, by the way. Check it out. Physical activity, my voice crack, should be considered as frontline treatment for depression. I'm going to take a victory lap. I'm going to take a victory. As a matter of fact, and a round of applause. I ain't taking no shorts from this damn industry. Here it is. Of course, look at all these fat, out of shape, beer belly sweat hogs trying to tell me mental health is real. And you got Dunlap disease. Let me tell you something, man. Get your ass in the gym. We've been telling you that. Go work out. Do some push-ups. I've been saying this. Somebody says, Andrew Tate's been saying this. This is getting out of hand where all these fat people sitting around telling me I need to go do something when I got pectoral muscles, my biceps are bulging, I got a flat waistline, I can see my peen without tucking my belly in. All right, I can jog 200 meters. And somebody says, and he says, these, this is news. It is news for the world of the people living around here. It is news. New, 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 new world it's, it's the absolute God's honest, crazy truth. This should not be news, but it is news. Everybody that keeps telling me, throw your ass in there with the rapists and counselors. And I've been saying no. Nope. 
I've been saying no, absolutely not. The front line of treatment for all of these anxiety, depressions, and stress is physical activity. In fact, it, it's, a, it's an absolute fact. Everybody knows this. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, it says the frontline treatment, meaning number one, it should be the number one suggested thing to do. Now, let me tell you, there are some people who are physically active that still might encounter some of these issues. Of course, I know some people who, you know, especially flat back white chicks, they be running five miles and still be coming home depressed. Normally because they're chasing, they're, they're running away from a ghost. But it's the first thing you do. Hit the squat rack. <laughs> Push-ups. Go. Out. I've been saying this for the last month or two. Go for a jog. Go run. Go play some basketball, tennis. Go hit the golf course. Something. Go jog around the block. I've been saying this and saying this and saying this, and here we are. As a matter of fact, check this out. Check this out. Look, again, look at your waistline before you talk to me. This is what I, oh, I also said this about uh, counselors and therapists. I said, if I show up to your office and you're out of shape, I'm not listening to you. Mm. Remember I said that? I said that. I was like, dude, I can't listen to you when I can see, you can't even see your belly button. I, I That's just, that's just how I connect to people. I take advice from people who take care of themselves. You need to take care of your physical health and that might help your mental health. I've been saying that, bro. If I can't see your belly button, if you was out at the beach, I ain't listening. I just can't listen to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, I can't, if you're squishy, I can't take life advice from you. I've been saying that. And here it is, guys. And by the way, if you guys don't, if you guys want to know, this article just came out two days ago. I'm going to show you the date. I'm going to show you the date. Because this is why I'm telling you, man, I listen, this is why sometimes you can't be afraid to speak out. You can't be afraid to speak out. These people have no discipline. They have no financial discipline. They have no health, physical health discipline. They're they're non-competitive. They're lazy and they're using things as an excuse. Get your ass out there on the track. <laughs> right? Look, look, this just came out March 11th. They're listening to me, man. Can't be afraid to speak out and, and, and oppose some of these ideologies and agendas that are being pushed. And I know people are struggling out here. I know people are trying to find their way. But to find your way and sit your ass in a dark room is not the answer. Not only that, to sit there and take life advice for people who ain't did shit but put letters behind their name, it ain't it. You can't sell me on that. Yes, we all need people to talk to. But listen, listen when you go to a gym, there's people to talk to. Do we share so much in the gym? If you want a personal trainer to share with, a lot of times personal trainers serve as pseudo therapists and psychologists. They serve as that. When you when a woman or a man hires a personal trainer, they're really looking for a companion, a friend, a therapist, somebody to bounce ideas off of, and then they're doubling it, double dipping by getting their health somewhat in order. But to sit somewhere to talk to some fat person with letters behind their name, you can never sell me on this. And good. God Almighty, look right here, the frontline treatment. So if somebody tells you, hey, I was forced to go to therapy because of you, tell them, did you get your ass off the couch first? Mm. If they did not, I don't want to hear the bullshit. I don't want to hear it. This is just you trying to blame somebody else. Let's get your life in order. Frontline treatment. Treat, that means treatment number one. 
Treatment number one is exercise. I said it. I said it. I said it. Then I said sleep and eating the right things. Mm. Look, exercise in the brain, the mental health benefits of exercise. Guys, I'm not going to read this article because I already know about it. You need to know about it. Strengthen yourself physically and your brain will follow. If your body looks like mashed potatoes and you want to go ahead and try to figure out a solution do you think going to pay $200 or a copay is going to fix it? I got some news for you. It is not. And they will even admit it. I actually showed you data where even the counselors were like, well, it's hit or miss. We don't actually fix anything. We actually just let people bounce ideas. Man, get, take, take your ass to the stove with that. CGA will never back that up. Take your ass to the stove with that. What I want you to do is go run a lap. <laughs> all right what i and listen somebody might say you're not a professional you don't know i am certified by the national strength and conditioning association i am a professional i have a degree in sports science masters bachelor's degree in kinesiology i am a professional physical exercise movement is the solution that almost everything Almost everything, I am certified. So you want to hear some letters behind my name? I have a BS, comma, comma, MS, comma, NSCA, period. Mm. I am a professional. And my professional opinion tells you to get your punk ass up. All right, that's what I want. That's what I said. You get your ass up. And probably I still don't have a job. So, Let's get into it. CGA is ahead of the game. I don't want to hear that shit about this mental health. Look, I see a lot of fat people, but I also see a lot of broken people. Put two and two together. Put two and two together. Look at your midsection right now. And if you think you're going to try to tell me, well, there's people out here struggling. Look at your midsection. Look at your quadruit, quad development. Look at your hamstrings. Can you touch your toes? Absolutely not. Can you jog 400 meters right now? No. Nope. Can you do 10 to 15 push-ups? Nope. What am I listening to you for? You can't tell me nothing about life. Then look at your bank account. Mm. <laughs> right? You're not about to jump me with some virtue signaling bullshit. I'm going to just virtue signal and say, yes, people are struggling. Yes, they are struggling. And they also fat. Mm. And broke. And broke. Mm. And victim mindset. Mm. And lazy. And an absolute loser. What do you want me to do with you, man? And I got the data to prove it. So if anybody wants to trip, I'm going to flash it on the screen once again. The frontline treatment. Frontline treatment, not medication, not therapy. Frontline treatment, exercise. There it is right there, man. I want to hear the bullshit. Nobody else is going to challenge me on this shit. Remember, I told you I invited some of these counselor and the rapist stuff to come challenge me and they got no challenge now. There's nothing they can tell me. Now, listen, if you get your ass in the gym after that and you eat and you go to sleep and you still struggling in life, odds are you're not going to be. But if you still are, we got some the rapists for you. All right, then you can step up and go see these people. But all we got is victims. That's what you got. You got lazy people. You got no NPCs and normies and knuckle draggers and oxygen thieves. That's what we need to acknowledge. All right. Anyway, yes, and go get in the sun. Jeez. <laughs> it's 
CGA is right. CGA is right. I just cost a couple of therapists their monthly stipend this, this week. <laughs> all right. All right. Anyway, I don't want to hear that victim bullshit. Woe is me. Pity party for one bullshit. Get off your ass. Period. That's prescription number one. Off the ass. And stop being a victim. You pro black too, man. Y'all victims number one of that shit. Stop being a victim. Y'all got all this uh, uh, effed up history. Like you're a damn history professor. And we was kings and queens. And we built the pyramids. And we built pyramids in South Carolina. And we were peaceful people. If you don't get your ass in the squat rack. Give me the squat rack, mister. We built pyramids in South Carolina. Get your, Let me see what you're doing in the squat rack. Let me see you do this deadlift real quick. Let me see you hit the bench press. Let me see you bicep curl 45 pounds. I don't want to hear about that shit. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> we was the Hebrews and we was the damn Moors and we ruled over Europe. Come on, man. How did you rule over Europe? You were a barbarian. All right, but let me stop. Let me stop before I piss people off. <laughs> All right, let's go to follow up here. All right, you, don't get me worked up, man. I'll be worked up on these issues, man, because I'm tired. I'm tired of people, man. What is this now? Uh, we're doing the uh, follow up on Russell Wilson. All right, follow up on Russell Wilson. All right, my clips are out of order here, but let's follow up. You saw Russell Wilson get properly clowned by Sierra. Properly clowned by Sierra. And now this is a gentleman who's going to interview someone. Uh, the desirable truth. He's going to interview someone and it's a couple and he's going to ask this couple, uh, does a man get any say on the woman's outfit when they go out on a date or they go out on a time? Remember the man's supposed to lead. He's supposed to provide a safe space emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, and all of this shit. But he doesn't get a say of what the woman, his wife wears when she goes out. Let's listen to this clip. Go out. Oh, hell no. No, 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 Shit. no. If Shouter wears something a little too bit revealing, you know what I, mean? I should have a bit say so just because, like, you were a reflection of me. No. If that makes sense. No. I yeah, see, you see how they pulled your leadership back and then they hit it with controlling. They, you see how they pulled your responsibility back. So when you're providing all of this shit they want you to provide, they could be like, well, on this case, I'll decide. I walked out here in she this on, mini, she on mini that skirt. Shit. She on right, because I'm a woman shit. of 2023. No, and no, I feel she like look good. She there it is. It's 2023. We get to do what we want to do, but this is what you're going to do. Women can wear what they want to wear. Look, I shouldn't have to talk to my look, husband look, look, about wearing what I should wear. You look, know, you find like someone, but at the same time, no. also be respectable and respect your husband. No. You if I want to wear a bralette, I can wear a bralette out. You shouldn't. You, I shouldn't have to ask for his permission. I shouldn't have just no thing on your titties out. Mine not saying my titties we're out. We're He's saying up. if I wear a bralette and underwear, that's what I'm saying. I know a man. A man should not be able. A man. No. A man should not be able to tell a woman what she should and should not wear. It's 2023. If there are flying yeah, cars, yeah, yeah. that means men cannot tell women what they Go should back wear. To That's period. Let's see what That's not anything. <laughs> you should not be able to tell me what I have to wear. That's not, no. Should he? Well, I'll tell you, man. Listen, they're making it easier and easier for men to stay single. Okay? <laughs> she for the streets. Yeah, she definitely trying to sign up. In these streets. They're making it easier and easier for men to make these decisions. Listen, I get what she's saying. I get what she's saying. But of course, the entire time she's benefiting from all of those things that men need to do. And then when it comes to, okay, 
I'm in leading. This is going to what be what I require. No, they'd be like, no, nah, you can't tell us what to do. It, it, it's it's getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand, man. Listen, that's kind of where it's going. So if you want a relationship, you got to be ready to buck up. All right. And uh, accept the double standards there. Last review here. Last follow up is going to be this woman, the cheeseburger woman. Remember the cheeseburger date woman from yesterday? Well, of course, it's going to get worse. The guy responded. And of course, I can't find his full response. But she then comes back in response to the guy and said, hey, thanks for paying for dinner. Now, what you're going to find out is that, like I said, I said, she's probably broke. She probably tried to pull rank and say, I paid for your dinner. You're not you're a loser. But I said she's probably mentally unhealthy, unstable. She probably midsection looked like she'd been uh, guzzling down Twizzlers and she probably broke. Of course, she confirms it. Let's hear it. Do you think I don't know that I'm crazy? I'm crazy, but you are taking it to a different level. You really need to take it easy. Some people going through all of my videos, commenting that I'm ugly, that I'm a four, that I'm a two, that I don't deserve love. I should die alone. I should delete myself. I should kill myself. That's not okay in any way. Why are you taking this stupid video so seriously? Well, you put the video out, man. Listen, this is how social media works. What do you mean taking it so seriously? You were very, very serious in your video as to how much of a loser he was for not giving three, put $3 on the, uh, $3 worth of cheese on the burger. All right, let's continue. She playing the victim violin. I should put the sad music on, you know what I mean? Of course, here's the thing I've noticed about mostly women and men do this too. It was just a joke. As they, they were serious, not only were they serious, they tore down and embarrassed the man, right? They made the man look less than, and then they pumped themselves up to be a hero. I paid for the dinner. I paid for my sea bass, and he's a loser. And then when the shit hits the fan, I was just joking. Why are you taking this so seriously? This is middle school behavior, and she's on some middle school shit. Let's hear her continue her, her defense fund here. I'm having a laugh about it. The guy is having a laugh about it. We're talking still, and we're going to go on a second date. Like, All right, so he came up with a second date with her. He just wants to smash it. He, he's, he's, he laughed about it. He's a psycho like me, and we're going to have fun. Oh my it's going to be okay. A psycho. And you're going laughing about my TV? Yeah, I know that I'm broke. I'm a fucking student. I'm an unpaid intern. I'm broke. My rent is half of my paycheck. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Now, you should have considered that when you talked about the $3 cheese and made it a big deal. Not only that, you should consider that when you ordered the sea bass and then proceeded to act like you were big boss, bitch. Big boss, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. When you act like you paid for the dinner and left them there hanging. Now you're broke. Now all of a sudden, you ain't got no money. Yeah, okay, we knew this about you. I'm literally, I'm broke. And yeah, I have a huge credit debt. Uh, and that's... Yeah, and I'm fine about it. Yeah, and you're a catch, by the way. This is why I tell people do not broke date, men and women. What a catch. Huge credit card debt, huge student loan debt, incoming, paid intern, and then broke on top of that. Half of her money goes to rent. And she has the nerve to be out here making jokes about men not being able to afford $3 on cheese, on cheeseburgers. Yeah. I'm broke and it's going to be okay. And I make really bad financial decisions. Oh, Jesus. But when I go out on a date or 
to a restaurant with a friend. I'm not going to bitch about money. I'm going to enjoy myself and I'm going to deal with the money later. I'm not going to be like, oh, that's expensive. Wow. Wow. Mm. Woo. Guys, this right here is the majority of women in America. This is the majority of women in America. I'll deal with it later. First of all, I'll get you to pay for it. And then when I feel like you're not going to pay for it, I'll deal with my financial issues later. Woo! When you go into a wine bar and they sell a glass of wine for $15, are you going to bitch and be like, uh, yeah, I can buy a whole bottle of wine for $15. When you go to a restaurant, you pay extra. You're not going to pay like you pay in a supermarket. All of you guys going through all of my videos, all of my Instagram photos, commenting me these mean comments. I hope that it makes you happy and I hope you're going to find something else to do today. It's all Jermaine's fault, right? It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. See, if you're broke, right? Just say that. <laughs> if you're too broke to afford dinner, why go to dinner? If you're too broke to date, and then you're going and ordering the top shelf menu and top shelf wine and then come out and complain about it later that people call you out. This is absolutely this is crazy behavior, but this is unlike this is not unlike a lot of people we're dealing with here. And this is why we do what we do here. We got to call this behavior out. Let's get to the super chats. All right, Toby, Toby ran away. Coach Radamus last week. I'm at a junior college pog visiting from Canada. Paisley was immaculate and all this talk about the dark side. Y'all ninjas need to come to the light side. Oh man, give me some barbecue out of here. I see it's barbecue in there. All right. He wants us to go visit the uh wider side of life, which I've already been there, done that. All right. <laughs> Listen, been there, done that, and got the receipts and the pain to show for it. But anyway, my man's out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, shout out to the workday show. Told my 100-pound Filipina ex-wife with pretty girl privileges to see a therapist. She said, okay, but what about you? I said, I'm good, bitch. You the crazy one. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. One thing you will find out about people who will have these mental health things here, if you suggest that they have a breakdown and they say, I'm really struggling with myself, thinking about deleting myself all the time. <laughs> And they say it about 50 to 100 times. And you're like, you know what? Maybe you should see somebody and talk about it. They'd be like, nope. Now, what you're going to do is you're going to break up with them. You're going to be like, look, I ain't, I'm tired of this shit. I'm out of here. And you'll skedaddle. You know what they're going to do? You know what they're going to do? I'm going to tell you exactly what they're going to do next. They're going to take their ass to a therapist soon as you break up. You're going to be like, you're going to be like, And she gonna be in there blaming your ass. And it's all Jermaine's phone. It's always Jermaine's phone. You're like, what a minute. Wait a minute. I, I told you to go get some help and you didn't do it. And then I left your ass. All right. This lady's gonna acknowledge this in my video. All right. Shout out to your 100-pound Filipino wife. We're gonna talk about a Filipino woman who's robbing dudes blind, a teenager, setting them up online. Watch out. And she definitely will be something I would fold up. All right, what are we doing here? <laughs> Let me see here. I got I got text messages flying in. Let me see here. Um, we got marriage causes divorce. He says cheese girl will not say sorry. Yeah, have you noticed that? Zero accountability. 
She didn't say sorry one time. She didn't say, I'm sorry for making. She just deflected, deflected, gaslit, act like it was a joke. She did everything but say, you know what? I was wrong for making that video. I, I, that didn't reflect my real feelings. I was irate. I was on one. I was on my period. Uh, she didn't say anything. <laughs> everything but that. Marriage causes divorce caught that. Everything but it. This is what you're dealing with. Shout out to Mr. Smith. He says Tyrone makes space in her. He don't make a safe space. He was like, I'm just going to make this space. Shout out to, um, let me see here. We got somebody suggesting, this is Frodo Bagham Young, suggesting that I check out a woman. I think it's a woman, a trad wife on Instagram. We got a trad wife in the house coming in. All right, I'll check it out later. Uh-oh, I can't check it out. Hold on for a second. You guys know I can't copy and paste links for a second. Let me let me see if I can pull it up just for later perusing. And I hope she looks. Her name sounds familiar, too, because um, I might have featured her. Let me see if I can find her real quick. Let me see what she's looking like. Oh, I see. Oh, she's got the whole dress thing on and everything, too. And of course, I don't promote Instagram profiles for free, but I'll check her out. I mean, I would I would do some things with her. All right. We got uh. My mouse disappeared again. Look, what are we doing? Shout out to Mr. Smith. Jay Smith says, you are so right. I tell people the same thing. Get, get off your ass, right? They, they don't want to do it. They, they want to do everything but that. Guys, that's not how life works. That's not how life works. You can't just avoid the first thing, which is exercise, competition, um, you know, physical fitness. You can't avoid that and then be out here playing the victim. In my book, that's my book. I'm just letting you know. You can't do that. Shout out to my man. Who is this in here? I think this is um, I don't know who it is. I don't know. I'm gonna just say street side. He says, Good to see you. Get out, vac wait, good to see you get out of vacation in reference to your prophecy about the areolas coming out. There's recent Twitter footage of Asuki Hana on stage performing with bare breasts hanging out. Look it up online. Security guard looked disgusted. I actually cannot show that but I tweeted it about two days ago because on Twitter, you can show titties out, but I've been saying areolas are coming out. If you look at Sierra's outfit, there is a henna areola, although it's probably some sort of um, um, matching, uh, sh matching sheen that matches her skin. You guys know that that's how uh, um, it, it looks like implied nudity, but I'm thinking it, it's just another step towards areola out. There's also another woman recently that I showed you that areolas coming out public. It's coming out, man. Y'all better get ready for it. Are you going to see it at the grocery store? No. Are you going to see it at the bank? No. But if you're going to go out at nightlife, if you're going to go out, there's a woman. She's a she's a rapper. She, her Both of her titties are out. And she's rapping on the stage. I tell you, man. I mean, it's almost as worse as that woman that pissed on that guy's face on the stage. And nobody did anything. She didn't get arrested. I mean, it is getting, getting crazy. Yep. At the nightclub. And I would love, dude, I like, I, I'm not saying I'm complaining about it, but I'm saying get ready for it. When, oh, um, one of the countries, either Germany or Sweden, just said that women can come out bare breast at swimming pools because men come out bare breast. I mean, this is where we're going. Somebody said pissed on his face. Yeah, I wish I can show the video of the woman pissing on that dude's face. I know somebody did show it on YouTube, but I don't want to chance it. But there is a woman. Oh, it was Berlin, Germany. Berlin, Germany, where women could come out bare breast. They just passed it. 
Women can come out bare, bare breast at swimming pools. They're asking for shit. You know, the attention seeking is out of control. But yes, there is a woman who pissed on a dude's face. It's on my Twitter. It's all over Twitter. And she's a rock star. She's a rock. She looks like Ice Spice, but it's not her. It's a rock. She's doing rock. And there's a dude laying on the floor and she cocked over him and pissed on his face. And it was a waterfall. It was a waterfall. And he took the whole thing, bro. He took the whole thing. He got pink eye and everything. And I was flabbergasted. I was like in front of a live audience, in front of the band. I mean, it is, it's not Ice Spice, but it's another woman that looks like her hair looks like her. Guys, it is gone. Guys, it is gone. I wish I could show it to you, but I can't. <laughs> All right. But it's on my it's on my Twitter. You'd have to scroll down. Where are we at? Shout out to Mr. Kevin in sales tuition over on Venmo. Some people seen it before. I think some people have done a review on it on YouTube, but I, I'm not going to chance it because if I show it, they're going to be on my neck. All right, they're going to be on my neck. They ain't letting me get away with that. All right, so let's get back to the show. We got number two. Spiritual woman gives us the real about dating older women. And, of course, there's an older white woman that does not disagree. She rebuts it. And we got Tyrese. He's been on a roll lately, so I will give him his just due. So let's go to the spiritual Erica Badu-looking black woman. Okay, let's go to her. And, of course, we have the Healing Place Dynasty. A lot of people are healing, all right? But a lot of people ain't working, all right? But let's get it. And a lot of people are overweight. Yes, indeed. Here we go. Oh, hold on, lady. Uh, get to it, man. Open your mouth, lady. Where's she at? How come it ain't playing? All right, hold on for a second. It's not playing. Let me see if I can get the volume. Oh, I want to hear her. What, what? Okay, is this a live video? Maybe maybe it's a little delay. We'll give it a few seconds. What's what going on here? Okay. We're not getting it. Lady, kick it in. Get in, get in. Oh, here it is. That's really why we don't like certain conversations. Like women over 35, the reason why we don't like certain conversations is because men do genuinely, for the most part, get better with time. Uh-oh. Uh, no, man, sister in here. And she's a good-looking sister. Uh, I'm assuming she's age uh, 35 and older. But she's going to ride with the guys who say men get better with time. All right, let's continue. And a lot of women don't. And it's not because you aren't beautiful it, anymore. It's because you let life get on you and you stop taking care of yourself. All right. So this is true as well, because everybody thinks the wall is some sort of mysterious place where beauty is affected. And then somebody says, no, the wall, uh, this woman's still beautiful or she's married. So she didn't hit the wall. Guys, that has nothing to do with it. Getting being married and having someone doesn't mean you can't hit the wall. All right. Uh, maintaining beauty and stay and being older doesn't mean you can't hit the wall. The wall is biologically biological it's mental it's spiritual it's physical all the shit that the women want us to take care of all of a sudden when the wall comes up well i'm married or i still look good no doesn't mean you didn't hit the wall let's continue because think about it after your third heartbreak bitch would you want to date you uh-oh who really wants to come through and clean up all this 
fucking trauma. Uh, there it is. So, so if a woman says she has trauma, I tell you to ditch her ass. So she's right. And women get started earlier than men. They start dating. They get their first heartbreaks. They go through trauma. They. She even said after the third man, that's the imprinting. And then she says you bring in all this baggage. And then all of a sudden, you think you're still dateable. And the man has to do what? Deal with your trauma. Let's continue. These other left behind because you mismanaged your pussy your whole life. I wish I could pause this and rewind it. She says you mismanaged your peace leave all your life. Now this guy has to clean up the mess. Woo! Erica Badu, baby cousin, is spitting. And I don't even get the same pussy that these You won't even give me that pussy. But you want me to, to handle you a certain type of way. Uh-oh. But you are stressing me out. Stressing me out? Stressing me out? Why do women live longer? Because we know how to suffer. Women live longer because women usually suffer better than men. Uh-oh. She's shaking now. You know, a spiritual woman, when she's shaped, she's about to start spitting. That's why men will leave you and go start a whole nother family. <laughs> yeah, she killing them. She killing them softly. Hey, shout out to this Erica Badu baby cousin right here. She killing them. All right, here we go here. <laughs> she hired in the kite, too, for sure. All right, here we go. That's really why we don't like certain conversations. Like women over 35... The reason why we don't like certain conversations is because men do genuinely, for the most part, get better with time. And a lot of women don't. And it's not because you aren't beautiful it, anymore. It's because you let life get on you. Get on you. And you stop taking care of yourself. Facts. Because think about it. After your third heartbreak, bitch, would you want to date you? Ooh. Who really wants to come through and clean up all this fucking trauma? Passport gang. Left behind because you mismanaged your pussy your whole life. Oh my goodness, John. You see what a little weed to do and incense will do for you. You start speaking the truth. And of course, there's a lot of women who agree with her in this comment section. They're talking about the soft life generation. They talk about all these people with drama. Women in here backing her up. He said they ain't try to hear that love. He said they try to hear that love. All right, this was deep. There's women in here agreeing with this. Now let's take you to another uh, older woman who's gonna disagree. She's gonna be like, nah, nah, nah. These old dudes are just predators and perverts. Why older men? Why older men date younger women? Let's go to the flatback brigade. And this is a woman who's high on probably lines of coke, but that's neither here nor there. I don't even know if I can say that on YouTube or Instagram. YouTube. real reason why men date younger women is not because of their physical appearance, their bodies. No, because today with plastic surgery and everything else, you barely know who is 40 and who is 18. She's starting off all wrong. This is absolutely not true. We do date women that could because they're fitter. However... Not always. She can be younger and uh, sloppier, and she's still better than a plastic surgery to a 40-year-old. 
Uh, plastic surgery does not mean, you know, I still got to touch on you. She already starting off lying. <laughs> she already starting off lying. It's not because they got better bodies. Because I got plastic surgery, so it's the same. Nope. She already lying. Here we go. Let's continue. Guys date younger women because they're easily manipulated. They're going to be very happy with a few crumbs because maybe they didn't experience much in the world. They're going to be just easily impressed. And it's way cheaper to date a younger girl. Uh, dude, they don't realize how stupid they make them sound. So you want me to, I've been saying this for a long time. You can't impress older women. Why would I go and take an older woman out? And she's not impressed. I've been, an older woman will say shit like this. And they don't realize how big this makes, how, how, how this makes a man feel when he goes above and beyond. And she says, I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. And then we like, well, what am I supposed to do with you? You still go above and beyond. I'm tired of dinner dates. You got to go above, be creative for what? For what? Why am I doing this with you? I can just go get a younger woman and take her out to a nice cheeseburger place and order cheese, and she's impressed. Okay, I can take her to her first uh, Greece vacation, and she's impressed. Not going. I've been here before. Take me to somewhere different, like Bali, Turks and Caicos. Not only that, she says it's cheaper. Okay, <laughs> why am I gonna ex pay the high expense for you when I got the better model for cheaper? She literally talked herself into making it more attractive. Like what? And they're easy to manipulate, meaning she knows how to over manipulate you. I'm not going to let you manipulate me, but you're going to pay a higher price tag for used up goods. Let's play this again. She literally is making a commercial to date younger women. Let's continue. Who wants to date this woman? Who wants to date her? You bitch. You I mean, bitch. listen, I will, I will, I will, uh, I will, um, I'll fornicate with her. I mean, that's it. But you ain't getting no date. Real reason why men date younger women is not because of their physical appearance, their bodies. No, because today with plastic surgery and everything else, you barely know who is 40 and who is 18. Guys date younger women because they're easily manipulated. They're going to be very happy with a few crumbs because maybe they didn't experience much in the world. They're going to be just easily impressed. And it's way cheaper to date a younger girl. Okay. Uh, so why would I, let's make a video. I wish you would make a follow-up video. Why would a man date you? Because she didn't do anything. She said all positives. She made it a commercial. Okay. Why would a guy date you? What does he get? It's more expensive. Worse body. More baggage mentally. No healing. Lines of coke. Like, and not only that, worse attitude. I can't manipulate you. I can't manipulate you. I mean, my goodness, man, this is getting out of control, out of control. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Sounds like a great deal that I'm passing up. All right. So now let's go to Tyrese. I know I've been a little critical of Tyrese in the past, but for some reason, letting him talk makes him right every now and then. And Tyrese is back on here spitting. So Tyrese, I know I've been on you. Not, I mean, not on you, but I've been on your neck. Pause. Let's hear Tyrese talk about broken women. Let's continue. Every time a relationship ends, it's not always the man. 
There's plenty of women out here doing shit that they're ashamed Absolutely. of. I had nothing to do with them 10 relationships that you was in before we got in a relationship. You didn't brought all of them heartbreaks, insecurities, issues, mental, emotional, and physical abuse into this brand new relationship. Now I'm on the receiving end of all of the shit that them 10 dudes and did to you. So you should be ashamed of yourself. Don't put it on me. Hey, let's give Ty Tyrese. That's two days in a row. Two days in a row. My man out here spitting. And I don't see no tears. He must have adjusted his mental health medication. <laughs> Tyrese, you write twice in the CGA channel. This is the first time in history. All right. You've been mostly wrong on my channel, but I will give you this, Tyrese. I mean, Tyrese. Tyrese. I'll give you this. He's absolutely right. And even the spiritual woman said the exact same thing. These women are coming in with trauma, heartbreak, used up, peace leave. They're coming in talking about they had their whole phase already. And then they want you to clean up the mess. And one of the biggest red flags that I tell you to avoid is if they say they're dealing with some uh, situation where they're in therapy or, uh, or trauma or they had some past. And then you come in and you think you can save them. Guys, do not date women like this. Do not marry them. They need to heal themselves before they are available relationship-wise. A lot of people are dating and they're broken. And they put that, that, that responsibility to clean up their mess on the, on the person. And that goes for men and women. So women try to clean up men's shit. Men try to clean up women's shit. You try to pour, you try to pour syrup on shit and call it pancakes. Mm. No, you're shit. Now, if I'm a guy and I know I'm shit, well, maybe I'll just go with a younger woman who is shit and then at least there's one of us that's healthy or vice versa so this is what we're doing in dating and then when it doesn't work out it's his fault and it's all Jermaine's fault it's always Jermaine's fault they're gonna blame you if a person is not healed if a person has mental health issues it's a person if a person is depressed if a person is wanting to delete themselves if a person is claiming to take mental health meds and you jump in that can with them and it doesn't work out, it's going to be your fault. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Fix yourself first. Fix your broken-ass people out here dating. Remember, I said broke dating is a violation on the men's and women's side. But broke doesn't mean just financially broke. You could be broken as a person. You could be completely incomplete as a person. You could be uh, healing from trauma and got wounds all over your body. You do not need to be out here dating in a relationship. Now, you can be fornicating. I will give you that. <laughs> fornicating is another thing. You know, fornicating does keep continue to mess you up, but I, I'll continue to partake. You know what I mean? I just say, thanks for giving us this day, our daily bread. And forgive us for our trespasses as we forgive those who are trespassed against us. And lead me into temptation but deliver me from evil for cheats is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Junior college style. Mm. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> he said, I'm sanctified. Anyway, amen. As I could break this daily bread from the junior college, I'd be like, <laughs> All right. Deliver me from Eva, right? Deliver me from Eva, Rusty. For thine is the kingdom. Thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory. 
Deacon Clapcheeks approves. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. All right. Anyway, yes, I am a heathen, fully reprehensible. And I do know the spirit, man. You know what I mean? I do say the Lord's Prayer daily. For thighs are the kingdom, ACDC says. For thighs are the kingdom, the power and the glory. All right. Deacon Clapcheek approves as well. Pastor Porkchops. Pastor Porkchop agrees as well. All right. All right. Samson says, swim bods in Germany been semi-nude. Okay. Was there in 88. So he says semi-nude already. So amen about the semi-nude. But I don't want to hear that I'm eye-graping you. Because ladies, if you walk out with your, your pepperonis out, if you walk out with your areolas, and some of y'all's areolas be so on shocking level, then they're going to complain that I'm looking at them crazy. I'm looking at you like Samuel Jackson. Some of these areolas coming out. I'll be like, Lord, have mercy. Like, Lord, this is what in the world? I'm walking like, Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. Some of these girls, they be coming out with a full damn half dollar. <laughs> All on their chesticles. You be like, my goodness. You like, yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> I love it. But look, for me, I think that should be always a surprise. I, I think it should be a surprise. I shouldn't, you shouldn't put that out there. I like to be surprised when I pull it out. You know what I mean? Like I open it up and be like, wow. When I'm with white women, I'd be like, wow, so pink. When I'm with Indian women, I'm like, look at them. Wow, they're so dark. Wasn't expecting it. It should be a surprise. It should be like one of those things you unwrap like a great Christmas present. Woo! Lord, have mercy. It should be a, yeah. You shouldn't advertise that. We should be actually. Now, when you with a single mom who breastfed, bruh, that is going to be one of the worst. You ever see them? I'm going to give you all a hint for you virgins out here. <laughs> all right, for you virgins. You're going to date a woman who has her breasts up, but they're really jiggly, right? You ever see those women? They be like, I got big boobs. Like they advertise their boobs, right? But they really jiggly. They be up and they push your bra and they be jiggling and wiggling. And you be like, whoa. You be like, I'm going to have fun with them. Dude, that is one of the biggest letdowns in the history of letdowns. Because soon as you take that bra off, you're going to see them thing going to drop. And that, that area that they want to be out here advertising, that areola going to look depressed and caved in. It's going to look like this when you open it up. And you're going to be like, oh, damn, what happened? <laughs> it's going to look like wowzers, man. That's disappointing. <laughs> you're going to be like, I did not see that coming. For some reason, I pictured it a little bit differently. You know what I mean? It was going to be sitting up all nice. Yeah, want to bite? Yeah. I can do it right, yeah, all night, yeah. You going to be think they sitting up all nice, and they going to come in just depressed, flopped out, sagging and wagging. You going to be like, oh, no. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Oh, the humanity. You'd be like, where's the perkiness? Not there. So, young guys, 
Do not get used to the, 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 the any girl walking around. They be walking around the clubs and they jump, be wiggling like that. It's going to be a letdown, but it might be a let up because some of y'all nasty out here. You know what I mean? Some of y'all. Oh, that's nasty. Some of y'all like it like that. All right. Anyway. <laughs> okay. We talk here. This is just honest locker room talk. If you're offended, please leave. Shout out to Franklin says, oh, the humanity. He even says it. Oh, the humanity. He says, not that ninja from Watts again on my timeline. And Will still ain't paid his ass. Like, who are you, Tyrese? He's going on. He's going on a. He said he's not going to stop talking. So uh, we're going to have a lot of Tyrese clips here in a minute. He's like, I'm taking every interview. I'm like, oh, Lord. Gil said Charleston White needs to be canceled and totally deplatformed for his remarks about Asians. Um, it's getting it's getting thick out here. Um, and I guess the FBI went in and picked him up because now the Asian people are, um, you know, saying that he's it's getting bad. It's getting bad. So Charleston White, I think, man, I know, man, I don't want to say anything about him. He's a fellow content creator, content creator. So I don't. I don't want to wish any harm on him, but he has a risk. He's taking a riskier approach to content creation that allows people to hate and do things to him. Right. So he, he should be careful, but again, that's the kind of lane that he took as a content creator. So I can't, I can't really blame him. He's taking an extreme approach against some people and it's very ballsy and I hope he's getting paid. But anyway, and he's playing a character that he admits all right, he's playing a character, but he does tell truth in it. And I think um, we do need some healing racially across the line, across the line. And there was a lot of truth in what he said. And of course, but I think people were saying that he said to attack. Them. I didn't hear that part, like to attack them and harm them. I don't know if I heard that part. But uh, anyway. He's a really smart, intelligent guy, and he's playing a character for you guys. Uh, so, um I really wish him well. I wish him to be very safe at what he's doing because it's very risky what he's doing now. It's very risky. He's playing, he's playing, you know, with some some real emotions. With us, what we do over here, you could say it's somewhat risky, but I'm not telling you to harm anyone. I'm not telling you to hate anyone. I'm really my message is to be have self-preservation, right? Protect yourself against toxic people, whether they be Toxic men or toxic women, protect yourself against it. Because despite the fact that what we learned, we learned that men are toxic, toxic masculinity, but there's a lot of toxic femininity, a lot of misandry, a lot of men hate, especially in a lot of perfect. There's a lot going on. You got to protect yourself against that. And they're stacking the deck against you, right? They're stacking the deck against you in relationships. That woman, I opened the opening clip. She's stacking the deck against men. And then if you don't live up to it, it's your fault. We can't. You can't continue to send men out there. Yeah, I said, mate, don't hate. There's too much going on in this world positively for you to be hating on people. All right. And with race, man, I try to, well, I don't stay away from race totally, but people get really emotional about racial issues. And this is because all people are victims when it comes to race. All people are not honest when it comes to race. Right. At all. So it's a very, very much a powder keg. Um, you know, he could talk about what he's going to learn potentially in my mind. What he's going to learn is it's okay to talk about Jay Prince, ninjas, 
uh, black men in your neighborhood, shooing them out. It's it's okay to deal with that. Once you go in on Asians and whites, rap. Not a rap, but it's going to be more, it's going to be tough on him. You start going in and crossing. It's kind of like what Rick Ross found out. Rick Ross found out the same thing. You could talk about selling crack to your own people, becoming a drug lord, dominating a geographical space illegally. Um, you could talk about the black women in your the black women in your neighborhood that you fornicate with and take advantage of. You can talk about all that shit, but as soon as you come up across the other side of the aisle, talk about Jews. Kanye West found out the same thing. Talk about Jews, talk about graping women, or as soon as you say that, rap. And they put up, they put the gabosh. Put the kabosh. Yep. Put the gabosh on that. They're gonna show you who's in charge. So be careful as a content creator because we can get a little bit, hey, I can say whatever I want to say, freedom of speech, true. But especially as black men, you got to be very, very, very understanding that you can say certain things. They'll let you say it. They'll let you diss black women on this platform 24-7. Now, if I came on here and specifically dissed Middle Eastern, white, Asian, white and Asian women, it would be a wrap if I intentionally targeted those groups of women it would be a wrap so i gotta keep it somewhat general when i talk about this very general and i know this he says yeah man so i think he needs to watch out because the fbi already done you know tracked his ass so he better be on uh yeah it better he better be on this p's and q's content creator content strategy you know what I mean? I Yeah. Shout, shout out to Shan, who says black is who I am. So you are white. So why are they tripping me up? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. It was in a little bit of a coded language there. But he says black is who I am. So why are they tripping me up? Being black isn't what I'm trying to be. It's what I am. I'm running the same race and jumping the same hurdles you are. So why are you tripping me up? You said we need to stick together, but you don't even know what that means. If you ask me, you're the real seller. Shout out to you. Somebody says, ain't nothing better. Miles says, ain't nothing better than big areolas. I, you ain't lying. It's a nice surprise. It is one of the nicest surprises you can have because I'm not really a upper body man. I'm a lower body man. But, oh, boy, I unwrap something and I see all that. I'd be like, wow, amen. What a wonderful surprise. Ladies, you guys are showing all your goods for no reason. You guys want men to be surprised when he unwrapped that thing up, boy. <laughs> I was with an Indian woman recently, like East Indian woman, and I unwrapped it. I was like, wowzers. <laughs> I was like, wow. First of all, I didn't even expect her to be that, amp you know, that, that ample. It, she was hiding. She definitely was hiding what she was packing because she came in with a, like a pea coat. So I couldn't even see nothing. <laughs> did I unwrap it? I was like, Lord, have mercy. I was like, man. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. This is wonderful. It was so dark. And... <laughs> All right, anyway. Yeah, she had that Kamala Harris. I was like, Lord, Lord. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, anyway. Yeah, she was a nice little surprise. We got last three. Then I'm going to get in here. Way G101, hey, coach. He says, your boy took a risk in the market yesterday. Hopefully it pays 
off before my rent's due. Uh-oh, don't gamble your rent your money. Rent's due, motherfucker. He says, LOL, wish me luck. Good to have you back, by the way. Shout out to you, man. Well, hopefully you get your rent money back. All right, man, we don't want to do our rent money like that. But hey, you know what I mean? You had to get in. All right, ACDC says, Coach, you getting with some 36-year-old Erica Badusi. All right, shout out. <laughs> you called her Erica Badusi. Where's she at? She's a good-looking woman, but she crazy is. She crazier than catnip. Ladies and gentlemen, this woman is a beautiful woman. All right, she's a beautiful woman, but recreational purposes only. I can see that Jada Pinkett Smith spirit coming through those eyes, and she's got the thousand rooster stare, <laughs> but her skin is milky. Uh, smooth. I love skin. All right. I love skin. And she got a little bit of collarbone there. So she definitely is working with something. So, uh, Erica Badusi, 36 year old, I will venture in there, but I'm not eating the spaghetti. I'm not eating any meal that she prepped. I'm not smoking any joints that she rolled. Do not smoke anything that she rolled up for you guys. She on that mystical magic. Puff the magic dragon. Yeah, they hanging. They hanging. They saggy. She on that puff the magic dragon. She's smoking some weed. Like she on the advanced weed, whatever that strain is. Like the regular weed ain't hitting no more. She already on the longest, the far end where she done laced it. Nah, I can't. Schedule P, my 50-year-old saggy, soggy XX neighbor had a three-man train gang run on her. The dudes were in their early 20s and walking out the crib, sniggling and high-fiving. Take me out with the... Oh, the humanity. I've seen that happen with a neighbor. I mean, several neighbors. I've seen that happen. One of the best things you can do is move into an apartment complex with divorcees and older women and women that are single and got a dog. You will see dudes tipping in and out. I seen this uh, soggy. She was probably like, she looked like she was like mentally unhealthy. She was kind of soggy. White chick. I saw two dudes pull up. I happened to be walking my dog and two dudes pulled up and I saw them looking around like they didn't know where to go. And they went to her door. By the time I came back and finished walking my dog and going out, did all that. By the time I came back, they came out sniggling, high-fiving, they ran that tag team championship match on her. And she was in there leaking and they came out sniggling. And they were shuffling to try to get to the, they was looking for her place. They was like shuffling, looking, they found it. They ran that tag team on her and she was in there. Like she was a person that you rarely seen, rarely seen her come out the house. When she came out the house, she was kind of just like sat down. <laughs> Handicap match. They was tagging, tagging that thing. Guys, the easiest thing that you'll find out that they could do, it only take 20 minutes to an hour. That's all that needs to go missing in a day. And they can get it done, man. They can get it done right up under your nose. Let's get back to the show number three here. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's see here. So just like you, I see the same thing. And he's seen a 50-year-old neighbor do it with two 20-year-olds, bruh. Um, remember when I said this, Coach Radamus, back again with another video. What did I tell you about these people? What is the one thing I tell you about people who look like this? All right, in their recreational activity, not just in the bedroom. There's another thing that I say. Anybody want to say 
and you got to be careful to type this in the chat. Be careful. But I told you about these people. What do I tell you? By the way, she's a USC Trojan. She looks like she's dressed like uh, she's on the cheerleading team or the dance team. What do I tell you? Zoot it. Zoot it. They be doing what? Lines. They be doing lines. All right, so listen. And people don't know this. And a lot of times when you meet her or you see her, especially if she's being silly, one of the things that you don't know is they be doing drugs, pills. They be experimenting. They be high when you see them. You see them at the ball. They be sniggling and giggling. They be high. And these rich parents, their lifestyle affords them these girls to uh, find uh, find find their way here. So let's get to the to the video here. There's a dad. There's going to be a mom. Then the student is right here. This guy's paying $70,000 a year for her, his daughter to go to USC. And let's play the video. What is something that you never told your parents? I've done <laughs> once. <laughs> okay. I did not know that. <laughs> wow. This is getting interesting. What is something? So first of all, welcome to Newport Beach, California here. These are definitely Newport Beach family, rich family right here. So she just said, she done snow. And then she followed it up and said once. Yeah, she's not a real USC cheerleader. She wouldn't say these things. And she's dressed like a sorority girl um, at the football game. So look at that. Dad is the only the financial supporter, not the spiritual or the uh, safe space leader. You know who is? The mom. The mom knows all the secrets of the daughter. The mom's acting surprised, but the mom gave her pills. This daughter's experimented with drugs through the mom's pills. You know what I mean? The mom has pills with all of those facelifts and breast implants that she got on her body. So with that being said, the daughter, the daughter has secrets. The mom has secrets of the daughter, namely early terminations of pregnancies. Um, uh, what do you call them? Uh, she knows her sexual history. She knows her boyfriend. She knows the old sugar daddies that dated the daughter. She also knows... Um, there's another one that she might know, but let's continue here. She knows when the daughter goes to rehab. All right, let's continue. Thing that you never told your parents. I've done once. See, there's where the lie is right there. I've done it once. She knows how many STIs this girl has had. The dad knows nothing. Yep, she knows when she catches the herb dirt. This is what happens in families. Now, the mom's sitting over here. With four facial surgeries and breast, she's sitting over here like she doesn't know. She knows, and the daughter says, "Hey, act like you don't know." Okay. <laughs> and you said they might know because they just don't want they just don't want people to know about it. <laughs> okay, I did not know that. <laughs> wow, this is getting interesting. Look at that. This is what happens when you're only the financial supporter. All right, when you only bring home the paycheck and a good lifestyle. <laughs> the dad's like, oh, man, well, I'll tell you the time your 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 girlfriend came over from your sorority and she needed a couple of the dollars. The dad could tell you stories about that, too. The Matter of fact, let's check in on the dad when the daughter and the mom are not around. Matter of fact, that we're doing this. I'm going to show you the dad when the daughter and the mom are not around. Hey, guys, White Wolf here. So we've got, what's your name again? Reese. Reese killed it. This one, her name is something Cohen. A.M. A.M. Cohen.
Yeah, well, see, when the dad pulls out his boat and the daughter's doing lines and the mom's getting surgeries, the dad, this is what the dad's doing. He at the junior college, right? The dad's paying another girl's college tuition. Hey, guys. White Wolf here. So we've got, what's your name again? Reese. Reese killed it. This one? Her name is something Cohen. A.M. Cohen. That's the daughter's sorority girl girlfriends. Yeah, go out and do lines. I'll take your girls out on the boat. Mm. Hey, who is Reese? She really killed it. All right. You guys got to watch out out here, man. All right. What a world we live in. As Future told us. It's an evil world we live in. All right. It's an evil world, man. Hey, listen, it's not all sugar and spice and everything nice. It is an evil world we live in. It's an evil world we live in. Man, the dark side. It's, it's crazy, guys. What? Where are the normal people at? Topeka, Kansas. All right. Next one. We're going to hear from an alleged white woman. I think I played this clip before, but it's being shared a lot on my locals. An alleged white woman talking about attention from black men and, you know, dating coaches that wear their hat backwards, that think they're super cool. They got their beard dyed by just for men. They're not going to be willing to accept this. They think they're running game on these people. As I've been saying for a long time, they're running game on you, you goofy people. You're not, they're not, you're not running game on them. They're running game on you. But this white woman's going to say something about black men in particularly. You guys can decide if this is true or not. And you're going to see if this guy accepts this truth. Let's go ahead and go to the film here. You grow up as a white girl. Yes. And you get attention from black guys. Yes. In my experience and all the other white girls that I know, mm -hmm. we don't think that getting attention from black guys gives you a status of some sort. If you get attention from the white guys, no, you, do. you do have the status more than if you get attention from black guys. As a man, I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with that. Well, as a woman who gets attention yes. and who grew up in a white culture more than a black culture, yes. I'm going to tell you that getting attention from black guys is not a badge of honor if you're white. Okay. And I'm white. You are white. Yes. All right. Yes, if yes. a white girl gets attention from a white guy, that's more yes. valuable in white culture than if she gets attention from a black guy. If she gets attention from a black guy, that's not a, that doesn't make you a better anything. Like that doesn't raise you in anybody's eyes. As a matter of fact, in, in some people's eyes, it does. As a matter of fact, it's it's a little bit of a like a oh, you know, she's basically not good enough for the white, so she's good for the black guys. That's how it's looked at in with white people. I see it the opposite way, but, but if you grow. It's barbecue in there. Ooh, now, let's deal with this because some ninjas going to be upset. However, we have to deal with this head on. And trust me, <laughs> there's barbecue. It's barbecue in there. Filleted his ass. He filleted his ass and put his ass on the grill. Mm. What have I been telling you? Bottom feeders is real. Listen, I know there's there's some there's some guys that are going to disagree with this and you have a right to disagree with it, but we got to take her words at face value and understand what she's saying. We got to understand what she's saying because I even have a joke. I even have a joke that says this. A white woman knows that she's either needs to lose five pounds or 10 pounds, maybe 20 by who's paying attention to her. When we're talking about white girls and uh, specifically. If 
more black men start to pay attention to a white girl who has no intentions of interracial dating. And that's about 80% of them. 80% of them ain't never going to take no black pipe unless they're 45 and divorced. She knows she needs to lose weight if white men stop paying attention to her and black men do start paying attention to her. If she has no intentions of crossing that line, she knows that she needs to get in the gym. I need to start working out. Right? I need to start working out. Right? That's how it is. But we believe that all white women will cross that line. That would be the same as all black men will cross that line. Some black men will never interracially date. It's just what it is. We have to accept that. We're even talking about suburban, two-family household white women. The majority of them aren't ever doing it. And it's not a badge of honor that you're running game on her. There is a certain perception, true or false, that, yes, you have to overcome. She it, She's saying you're not listening to me because he's rebuking her. He's rebuking her. He's disagreeing disrespectfully, but he has no point. He has no point to make. She says, wait a minute. I'm white. She's not really white. She looks seems like she's Middle Eastern or something like that. I, I really can't tell. But she's like, listen, I'm talking for my friends and me. When we go out and you come up with your hat backwards and your lips all greasy, we don't think this is a badge of honor. We look at it as mm, something. You see what I mean? And he refusing to listen. He refusing to listen. So, and she would be considered because she is somewhat skinny, uh, probably shops at American Eagle Urban Outfitter or something like that. She's not one of these fat pogs, right, that has to date black men or they, she, I, I, got, I prefer black men. She's not one of these. She's one of these that dates. That's in, I don't know why she's even in this car, by the way. Why is she even in this car? But that's another question. But she's trying to lace his ass. Yeah, somebody says, why is she in this car? I actually have to, 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 Try to ask that question, too. How did she even get in this car? Maybe it was an interview. I don't know. Yeah, women who watch Friends and all this shit, she's trying to say, at least, look, you might get somewhere. You might even hit these skins. I might be horny that day. I just want to get my fix. However, it's still not a badge of honor, which you have to say on her side, that's her truth. Now, she might give you the phone number. She might she might um she might give you a little bit of attention back. She might let you take her out. She might let you hit it. It still doesn't mean that it's a badge of honor. She still might feel bad after the mm. Oh, they have a they have a podcast. They have a podcast together. Interesting conversation. But listen, a lot of dudes are going to get emotional about this. They're going to get emotional about it. And it could be that he's dating her. It still doesn't. Let's just say this. Let's just say they're dating. It still doesn't take away the point. Okay. Just say they're dating. It still doesn't take away the point. Right. It don't take away the point. She says. Like she says, well, we could be dating, but still the badge of honor, the higher the cream doesn't matter. She, they still could be dating. But listen. The point is made here. What do you think about the point? Let's go ahead and put this to a poll. All right. Do you think, let me see here. Let me make it a quick poll. And I'll start on the notorious here. Do you think she's lying? Do you think the Middle Eastern girl 
do you think she is let's say wrong let's do you think do you think she is wrong about attention from bm as opposed to and a lot of us bms have to acknowledge this a lot of us have been secret lovers right so we have gotten white women and let me see here we have gotten women from other cultures but most of us have been just hitting it. You just have been hitting the skins or you've been secret lovers or you just been you just been passing the time. She was down bad. OK. Uh, and then you got it and you dated her and you hit the skins and you but but she never took you out in public. She never acknowledged you as that guy. And you thought you was getting somewhere. Let me see here. I'm going to paste the question over here. A lot of people saying she's right about it. It's just a fact. Just because you got the skins, just because you got the number, just because she does not mean she's wrong. She's still saying it's still not a badge of honor. I still can't ride with that alone and go amongst my social group. What do you think? Let your voice be heard on this. I'm going to catch up on Super Chats and tell you where we are in the show just in case you're watching the clock. Yeah, Or you're the that's you guy. Or you're the that's you guy. And that's you. All right. Somebody said I voted wrong. Do you think she's wrong? Meaning, yes, I'm going to have to rephrase that. I should say, do you think she's right? Because a lot of times <laughs> I should say, do you think she's right? All right. You know what I'm going to do? Because a lot of people might not have got the question. Maybe you did get the question. Some people, do you think she's delusional? All right. A lot of people are saying, no, she was. Uh, do you think she's wrong? Yeah, I might have confused the question. I should say, do you think she's right? Let me do that over. Let me do that right. Let me do that over to just to be fair, because it does seem quite confusing. It does keep quite confusing. Because it says no, she is wrong, or no, she is not wrong. All right. I can't really tell. I'm gonna repost it. All right. Do you think she is right? All right, about attention from BM. All right, so I, that's actually a fairer way to ask that because then people are going to be confused. All right, do you think she is right about attention for black men? How about that? All right, and then I'll come back over to the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, copy, paste, paste. Do you think she is right? Do you think she is right? All right. And there you guys can have an opportunity to vote on that one. And even if she's right, doesn't mean you can't get anywhere with them. It doesn't mean you can't get the number. It doesn't mean you should stop approaching. It doesn't mean you can't date them. Doesn't mean you can't fornicate with them. She's still saying when it comes to priority, badge of honor here, not badge of honor here. She can still deal with you and be right. All right. All right. All right. So I says only in America. Yeah, well, money, 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 again, money changes the conversation. Money changes the conversation. If Nick Cannon, Michael Jordan, if these people start coming up and rich ninjas come up, it's a different conversation. That could be any race of guys. I know women that, uh, you know, white women that will date Middle Eastern guys and marry them, and they'll be full on uh, putting them in. Janet Jackson did the same thing. Janet Jackson was one of these women who didn't want to be controlled who was in an abusive relationships and all these things. And what did she do? When the Middle Eastern guy came over with the bag, she went in there and she conformed into Middle Eastern standard. 
that fast. Money changes everything. So let's just not keep that in the OJ Simpson got when he was married to a black woman married at 18 or start dating an 18 year old Nicole Simpson. Well, she made her choice. OJ was damn near in his 30s. She's 18 year old waitress. Look how that turned out. You see what I mean? Money and status changes the conversation. We're talking about us reg regular ninjas. That's who we talk about. We talk about regular ninjas, not not dudes that have money and status. Not John ja Morant. All right, <laughs> where are we at? JC says breasts looking like busted water balloons deflated. Let's give them the deflate noise. And he says Charleston White looks like he smokes or smoked rock at least twice. All right, I don't know. I can't neither confirm or deny that. But I think he's playing a very good character. All right. Mark says alligator bait was referenced to black babies in the 1920s. That is an absolute fact. Absolute fact. It's one of the um, it's one of the things that we do have to acknowledge in our country. We lived in some very barbaric times, especially uh, black people in the South. Black people in the South took the very, very much uh, brunt. A lot. There's a lot of pain in history in there alligator bait absolutely and it was it was yeah it was black babies that they were tempt to throw in there to bait alligators Woof, boy we came a long way maybe not maybe some people will believe that we didn't come a long way uh, there's some people that think racism is the worst thing that's ever been in history well when you look back at alligator bait and black babies i don't know man i will dispute that all day long all right anyway shout out to mj rich I've disappointed. Wait, I've disappointed like that before coach bra comes off and those things fell down to her pockets. He says, put her on her back and they was lying on the bed on both sides. Oh, oh the humanity. We've all been there. That visual. Yes, I've been there before and they just be like, <laughs> oh man, wait, G101. He says, yo, when you said, oh, he says, you want me to fold the clothes myself that had me rolling? How many people have been in a marriage? I won't do a poll because the poll right now, once the question was asked properly, 88% of people agreed with the woman's statement. And there is a group of people who disagreed. It's like 89% on the Notorious channel. And we're not saying black men are less than. Okay, we just got to understand what she's saying. 86% of people agreed with her statement. Um on the free agent lifestyle channel. We're not saying black men are less than we're just talking about from their perception. Okay. Um, original coach game. Oh, but how many people have been married and found themselves as a man making their own dinners, folding their own laundry, which is fine, which is fine. But then you'll start thinking, what am I here for? How many men have got themselves in a situation like that when they were married? Now, the woman's going to say, well, I'm not supposed to cook and clean for you. This is when we get into the argument. Now I'm supposed to be the financier, the safe space, the mental, the physical, the emotional, the spiritual. There's a laundry list of shit we're supposed to do. But then when it comes to them, they're going to tell you what they ain't going to do. I don't understand this in marriage. Now, listen, if you ain't going to do shit, fine. I ain't going to stay married to you. I don't get it. You can't just say, I'm going to go to work too. <laughs> okay, listen. 
but then the onus is on you that you're putting bills on my desk. You're telling me what to do. You're telling me to pick up the kids. Then I start saying, can you take my shit to the cleaners? That ain't my job. Mm. Guys, trust me. A lot of people have been in marriages like that. Somebody says, when you start cooking, it's a wrap. I think that's when I realized my marriage was over because um, eventually, you know, I don't want to get specific, but she started working late, uh, late shifts in retail, which wasn't, you know, it was costing us more than it was being more effective. Okay. And then I started coming home and I was making dinner for myself and the kids and she would come in 9, 30, 10, 10 from a shift. I'm like, no, I ain't doing this shit. I'm out. Mm. I was like, this is not working for me. No, no, no. Hell no. But then step, but but then the people are like, what's wrong with that? But then when it was time to pay the bills, it was all on me. Okay. Oh, here's the cable bill. Here's the electric bill. Can you pay that? Can you pay? No, fuck all that. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. What the hell am I getting from this? What am I getting from this? Yeah, the breakfast story. The breakfast story. Then it was sleeping in for breakfast. Oh, man, man, please. This was a bad-ass deal. Man, please, I'm out. There's nothing. No, why would I subject myself to this ridiculousness? All right, but people do it. Guys, husbands do it. When we get to marital burnout conversation, husbands are doing this shit, and they go to marriage counseling, and the counselor was like, well, they're not telling the woman to get her life straight. They're very rarely doing it. Then that's how you stay married. That's how you stay married. Shout out to original coach gang member. He says, once again, do you know? He says, do you know why you need your passports, gents? CGA gives you reasons every day. Get your passport and take your assets off the table. Absolutely off. I think to me, the mindset of American women as I'm hearing it, not just on social media, all social media. The mindset that I'm hearing makes relationships and marriage absolutely not worth it. I don't get what the conversation is. It is not worth it. Every time one pops up with some of this shit and then I look in the comment section or I talk to women in public, I'm like, what are y'all asking for? You're asking for a complete simp, period. A complete simp. We're going to show you a guy who's in a relationship with a young woman. He's a young man himself. They're asking for a complete doormat. And then eventually you'll say, well, I want you to do this. And she'll say, I don't want to be your slave, ma'am. <laughs> it's garbage. You're getting a garbage deal. King Solomon says black men have to stop thinking white women want us for us. When we talk about fetishes, he's going to hit this. Fetishes are real. Just like you fat women fetish having, guys. You guys, I've been saying this for a long time. You don't like fat women. You have a fetish for fat women, and that's okay. You don't really like them. Same thing as white women with black men. She's with you, and she could be with you with a fetish or rebellious spirit, or she could just flat out like you. You just don't know. You better find out, though, because she gassing your head up like you gassing these fat chicks up. I love you. I love your rolls. I love all of that. I love your soggy titties. I love your cellulite i love the tiger stretch marks i love your soggy areola you telling her that but you really don't because after you bust you don't want to take her out in public you don't want to see her again you don't want her to touch you yeah same thing as her she liked that you piping it down she liked that you blowing back out she liked that you're dominating her for now <laughs> right 
It's a truth and deal with it. It's just a truth. Doesn't mean she's going to avoid you, but it's a truth. She's rebellious spirit. She want to piss off her relatives. You don't know what the hell it is. Or she could like you. But to say it's no, she likes me for me. You're an idiot. Women don't like men for men. They like them for a reason. Other than the fact that there are men, let's get to the uh, thing. King Solomon manga. King Solomon manga says black men have to stop thinking white women want us for us. Everything is about status and wealth. At the end of the day, there is no status and wealth for you by default. Like white women or white men, like white men. Yeah, there's it's tougher for us. Gotta be more than your salami. Yeah, men, you got to be more than your salami. Guys, women can get mad salami out here. Don't think that your salami is better. Gentlemen, don't think yours is better than the next man. We're going to play you a clip of a woman that's going to tell you real fast that she's been tempting her tummy with the taste of nuts and honey. You aren't the first and you ain't the last and you ain't the best. Stop walking around. And, and guys, why would you pride yourself on being a best piece of Johnson? I mean, come on. You got to be better than that. You got to be better than that. All right. Travis says, you guys have it all wrong about the U.S. being the epicenter of feminism. The rest of the free world has been feminist. He says, when young women, younger women, when sorry, when young American women travel abroad, he's going to hit you with another truth. This is why we're here for the truth. He says, when young American women travel abroad and see how free other women are, they bring those ideas back to the states. And he says, exposed areolas are normal overseas. Mm. Thanks for hitting us up on that. A lot of guys don't know about young women traveling abroad. In fact, suburban women uh, overwhelmingly in their younger days, earlier in their college years, somewhat in their high school years, they start traveling to Europe and going abroad. Okay, then they come back with a whole new perspective. It changes their life. So, you know, and the things that they've done, they will not be able to tell you the stuff that they've done. Okay. We got last one, Newski says. Charleston White said he's just talking online. But they actually did this stuff to black people around slavery. And Asians sell old food and plastic rice in our neighborhood. You can get canceled for talking about every race but you can say whatever about black people so charleston white shouldn't be canceled in my opinion and i don't think so either um guys if you ever been to somebody what he's talking about the old food and shit like that uh again that's a problem that the community's created by not being forethinking and taking advantage of an opportunity to sell to your sell to your people so these people are just finding an opportunity right they come and get gas stations and neighborhood stores and bodegas in your neighborhood why then why then aren't you going to do it? That's the conversation that should be had, okay? But uh, if you think about it, somebody says most rice is made out of plastic, right? So we don't want to have that conversation. There's a lot of things that you can try to burn rice. Try to burn rice. Mm. Go into your kitchen right now and try to burn rice. Can't do it. Try to burn some of your vegetables that you buy. This is all alleged. Go, buy, go, go try to burn some of the vegetables. Yeah, it's free market capitalism. I don't blame people for starting stores in neighborhoods, but but you can't be mad when they start the store and then undersell you and go cheapo on you. You can't be mad at them. Buy it yourself. But yes, 
go try to burn some of the vegetables you buy, veg veggie tables that you buy from the store. Bet you can't do it. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyway, let's get back to the show here. Again, eating right is a is 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 will help you mentally. All right, uh boy. It says uh just how high can a young woman's body count be in 2023? This is a young woman who's going to pride herself. Um listen, I'm glad that she's revealing this. It's no surprise to me. This woman's allegedly 18 and allegedly going to tell the truth. Does wouldn't it surprise me that what she's saying is true. She could be saying it for attention. Who knows? But this is why guys today should not leave with their Johnson. I'm going to blow her back out. I'm going to give her the best piece of Johnson. Guys, I've seen situations where I gave it my best effort and the girl just bounced up, didn't take a shower, and then ran, got back in her car and went back to what she was doing. Let's hear how many people I have she's been with, allegedly. I have a very big body count and I'm very happy. And I'm in what? What's stable romantic arrangements. What's the body count? <laughs> Um, probably like 300 something. Damn! Yeah, what about what about you guys? I have a very big body count and I'm very happy and I'm in what? What's stable romantic arrangements? What's the body count? <laughs> um, probably like 300 something. Damn! Yeah, what about what about you guys? Now, let's just tackle this for a second here. Um, could it be 300? It could be. I've, I've known a young girl and that was in high school. When I was in high school, I happened to graduate. She still was in high school. So we still had a relation. We still had a friendship, right? And of course, I would touch on her for time to time. Um, But she was getting ran through. I knew this. She shared it with me. She was not embarrassed. You know what I mean? She had some issues. She was getting ran through by men of a various ages. I mean, she was not a bashful about it her body count was high back then all right so it could happen and it doesn't take a lot of work doesn't take a lot of time all she has to do is offer it dudes are going to come through she was getting ran through back then so 300 will be kind of high okay but guys it can happen to some people and these aren't the most attractive people these are the people right in the middle right in the middle slightly attractive decent if they actually gave an effort they could be very beautiful. This woman doesn't have to give an effort no more because she's already been validated by men sexually. So she's like, I could be as fat as I want, sloppy. I could be as, uh, I don't have to try anymore. I think it's pretty high, her estimate, but it's not far-fetched. She could be half of that. It could be double it from all I know. But in 2023, this is what we're dealing with, right? This is what a lot of men are dealing with. This is why it doesn't pay to be validated by you being sexually chosen because you're one of many with a lot of these women. You're not banging virgins. You're not banging women with whether you're the first two or three. Not only that, you're not even the best sexual performer at all when it comes to a lot of these women. Not, not all women are like this. However, a growing many people are like this. You have the statistic. They say 61% of men identify as single, but only 30% of women identify as single. What's happening here? How does that how does that work out? That means a uh, higher selected men are getting up the at bats. Older men are getting at bats. Younger men simply are not under thirty. Okay, younger men are simply are not. When we take a woman that says she has a three hundred body count, obviously the higher tier men and the older men. She mentioned arrangements, so I'm assuming she has sugar daddies as well. 
They're getting their bats. They're getting their at bats. Okay, it's not the Sims that are getting that uh, at bats. But this is 2022. This is 2023. This is the mindset. This is what people are accepting. And the data is proving it out. Not only that, what's happening is people are assuming that the young guys are going to be lonely forever. And the old, the younger women are winning. It's not going to happen at some particular point. Once these women hit 30 and 40, they're going to start saying, what happened? Where did all And then many go? of these younger men who weren't getting it, all of a sudden they may be in a position to get it. So it's not panning out that these men are going to be depressed and lonely in the end. They eventually will come out of it and the women will try to grow out of it and find a simp. And there's going to just be a mismatch on the marketplace. This is going to affect us for 25 years plus. 25 years plus. These next two generations, this is not changing overnight. It's going to be problems for both people going forward. Anyway, let's get to the next part of this here. It's going to be never show emotions to your wife or girlfriend. This is what happens when you try to logically or emotionally meet women at their at this point. I am one to say it doesn't make sense for a man to open up to a woman at all. It doesn't make sense. And I've given you my reasons before. I don't want to go too long. It doesn't make sense. The world is telling us to do it, but you're getting penalized for doing it. You're getting penalized. She loses respect for you. She might say, I'm glad you opened up. But if you do it too often, she gonna you're going to lose the girl. If you do it in a situation where you have uh, co-parenting or an ex, the ex, if she's vindictive, will use everything you say against you and violate the trust. So you'll learn to shut up. If you have a wife and your wife, your marriage is hanging on by a thread or in general, pillow talk is going to be used against you. If you ever used anything that she's done in error against her, she's going to say, why are you using that and bringing up the past? But she will bring up the past. She will say she won't use it against you and she will use it against you. Okay. Not many people are mature enough to not use a man's emotion against him. If there's any manipulative way that they can do that, they will do it. Let's just say you, you got a ride or die chick and you share something from your past with her that could be harmful for you or harmful for other, for other people. If you break up with that girl, she's going to use that against you. If you break up with her, she's going to use that against you. For certain, she's not letting that opportunity slide. Let's just say you sold drugs in the past and you never got popped for it. And she's cool. I will never tell nobody. As soon as you break up, she bringing that shit out. He used to sell drugs and weed and he probably still does. That's why he doesn't get custody. She's going to bring that shit up. If you open up emotionally, I feel bad about myself. I feel so low as a man. I have low self-esteem and I was a nerd. I never got no peace leave. You're the best woman that ever happened to me. Done. Done. Rappy, Rapsky. Let's go through this. Let's show you how a lot of men are down badass ninjas. And this isn't the woman's fault. This is where men have to learn. You're going to learn this quickly. Also, you open up emotionally, you're going to find out she's going to open her legs up to another man in no time flat. Playing the clip. You would still be with me if I cheated. You already can tell this dude, this is why we look at this guy. 
Man, my goodness. Hold on for a second. I got to take it. You can, this dude looks androgynous. This is what young Generation Z men are going through. The, the soy is leaking off of this guy. My man's head is bigger, than, wider than his shoulders. This ninja need to get in the gym. This is what happened when you saw soy boys. Uh, he's ready for an open relationship where, her, where, where, where he's the face of the relationship, but she gets throttled by black men. Yes, because she has a fetish for them. Yeah, this is when the black man comes in where she gets throttled by black men, but she has you here to be the face of love and romance. Niggas always gotta show they My man's sweating soy sauce at this particular point, but I, they're playing a game. Would you stay together if one of us cheated? He about to get his heart broken. Let's play it. You would still be with me if I cheated. One, two, three. Strongly disagree. Whoa, disagree. not strongly. I feel like for me, I didn't but strongly disagree. Because I could, I don't know. Maybe. Sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. No, it's okay. We get upset because we don't, no one's going to do that, you know? No, I just, I just put disagree because I was, I was between disagree and agree. I really couldn't find anyone else like you, honey. Well, let me just sound my goodness. I hope this is a skit. Please tell me this is a skit. We down bad. We down bad, gentlemen. We down. I don't know what, man. We down. <laughs> I don't know where you, young men, you are in trouble out here. You sucker for love ninjas are in trouble, Gen Z. He says, so I said, stop drinking tap water. City girls up about 304 points because you know this woman's getting throttled and thrashed. I would thrash this woman. When she tells me her boyfriend said it was okay for her to come over and Roski. Of course, they probably have pronouns and all kind of shit going on there. He probably takes it from the strap on. All right. Strap on style from her throttle. This is what happens when you grow up with no daddies. This is what happens when you listen to women tell you advice about how to have relationships he getting pegged in the d slot like our homeboy says um peg deed this dude right here my goodness let's play this again <laughs> instant replay you would still be with me if i cheated 
One, two, three. Strongly disagree. Whoa, disagree. not strongly. I feel like for me, I didn't but strongly disagree because I could, I don't know. Maybe. Sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. No, it's okay. Well, you get upset because we don't, no one's going to do that, you know? No, I just, I just put disagree because I was, I was between disagree and agree. Because I really couldn't find anyone else like you, honey. <laughs> my man got it up to Duke Chew for show. Duke, my man, Terrence Pop, shout out to Terrence Pop, Peg D, Duke Chew for sure. Oh my gosh. All oh, the humanity, my goodness. All well, oh, the humanity. As a man, as a man, put that up to tell, hey, men, let's have a meeting. Do not ever do this in your relationship. Do not ever even touch. I'm hoping this is, somebody says, got to be an act. I'm hoping. I'm hoping this was a skit. I'm hoping they are doing this for comic relief. But don't ever do this. Don't it, you're gonna this girl's her pink toes will be touching the sky by a dude like me sending her back leaking with 250 bucks and she will get throttled. All right, this is what's happening here. So, this is where guys have to understand never show emotion to your wife and girlfriend. I know they're. They keep pushing this agenda. They keep doing it, guys. It is not a good idea. It is not a good idea. Never. It is never a good idea to come close to anything like this. Absolutely reprehensible. Wow. Let me check Super Chats. We'll get into the main event. All right. There's not many, so we were. <laughs> All right. She will be. You will be tasting somebody's kids when you do stuff like this. This is terrible. Mr. Smith says, no woman on earth sees value in black men. It's proven. Lord have mercy. Well, I'm thinking about this. Because if you think black women overwhelmingly doesn't, many black women, not all. They don't see much value in black men. They don't. <laughs> they don't. All right. All right. They don't. They always trashing us in public, too. All right, all of our businesses out there. That's why I typically don't mess around with black women because they got loose lips like a mother sucker. And I'm talking about the lips on their face. They cannot hold water. They will get you robbed, killed, shot. They will get you all that. They catch you slipping. They have your business all up at the family court. Child support, and they aren't the only ones. They have your business out in the street. They have you on paperwork. They have your social security number flying between social services offices. They are living the plantation mentality. I cannot trust many of them because they do not keep any. They can't hold water. They will have your social security number flying, pinging around the state and the city and the county all day long. They are very difficult to deal with. They will have their Pookie and Ray Ray cousin robbing you blind while you go take her on vacation. Okay. Don't tell them shit. 
they are bad at it because they're gossipy. You know what I mean? They, they, what do they call it? Messy. They messy. You mess with the wrong one, they messy. Shout out the Brown 310. Shout out to the 304s. He says, We love your work out here. <laughs> All right. We do love their work. So be careful. Yep, they have your family. They have all your business out there. And they aren't the only ones, I'm telling you. I mean, the American women in general will do this. All right, but they are really bad. They're the worst. So when it's when it comes to the value of the man, the man really has no value in her other than to humiliate him. It's a it's a stereotype, but it is certainly true. So when he says that about black men, yeah. Well, we we think that black men, uh, black women don't value us, but it's it's really a lot of us. Are really a lot of women. Sad, 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 sad. He says, I got me a black girl from the Dominican and I'm Mexican. It's slightly different culturally. It's again, it's a, what we call American. The Americanized woman is sad. We got Ali Kalima. Coach, I see why you live behind gates. I live in Tacoma, Washington and have been a victim of property crime more than once. He says, broke people are trash. I've gotten my money right and plan to move. Hashtag Normie. He's out of there. He's out. Peace of mind. Not even, not, not just, in, it doesn't just include relationships. Peace of mind comes through where you live, where you choose to live, how you live, paying extra resources to, to get out of around broke people or people of other races or any, it, you don't want to be around these people or even worried about them. You guys don't realize how much stress you bring upon yourself by living because it's cheaper, right? Because you'll live where it's cheaper, but the Amalams be running up and down your old boulevard all day long in avenues. And you're listening to this and you put it behind your mind because you're used to it. But that stress, once you move out and, and you eliminate that and you don't hear the police sirens and the Amalams all day because of city life, you start living peacefully. Yeah, it's cool. You might save a couple of bucks or you might be downtown or you can walk everywhere or hit mass mass transportation, but it still is stressful. We have Gil says Asian hate crime way up. Okay, we got him here. It says blacks are slaughtering Asians left and right. Charleston White knows this and throwing gas on the fire. Um, I don't really see that. I mean, you might see it as an Asian person. I don't see the slaughter related to Asians specifically. I see the slaughter race on race. I do see black people slaughtering each other. Nobody's really worried about it. But um, nobody worries about that until it goes into somebody else's backyard. All right. So I do see that. I don't I don't agree. Well, I wouldn't know if Asian crime is way up, way up. Hey, crime. I do know there was a bill. I know there's crime against blacks that are way up as well. I, I think. There's crime against all people. I don't see it. I mean, I would need to see the proof, but I don't go looking for it either. So I wouldn't even know. I would have to see proof of that. I would. I mean, there could be a case that Asians are are, are, are not necessarily slaughtering blacks, but I'm sure some people can make a case for that as well. There's there's cases to be made for that. As well. I don't see that. But listen, that's your reality. It ain't mine. I don't see it. But you would have to show me that you would have to point to that. And show me. Somebody says RZA said that. Proof in the numbers. <laughs> somebody says stay off CNN. I don't see it. But again, I'm not looking for it. So I need to probably be able to look for that. 
Crime in general is up. Yeah, I, I really like show me the proof. I would need to see the proof of that. I'm not denying that. I would need to see proof that only blacks are slaughtering Asians. I where is the proof? I don't see no videos of that. <laughs> like, where is that happening at? But again, I'm not maybe California, sure. I could see that. I mean, but even slaughtering, that's kind of that's kind of a uh I see them slaughtering black people, black people do. Road rage. I don't see this. I don't see it to where it's like, God dang, did you see that again? As a matter of fact, now that we bring this up, this is on time. I don't even think I covered this. This show's going an hour now. <laughs> this show's going an hour. Now that we speak about this, hold on for a second. I don't even know if I put in a, um, I don't even know if I put in a thing on this one here. Let's take a look at this particular story right here, okay? So speaking of, let's go into it right now. I don't even think I put anything on this one, but listen. Speaking of hate crimes. All right, here we go right here. Miss Osaka, teen arrested for robbing men she met online, also wanted by Toronto police. So... Are we going to call this a hate crime? Are we going to put this over in the Asian hating against other people? See, this is where you have to get the statistics right on point here. All right. Because I think crime in general is up. Now, if she commits a crime against a black man, is it Asian hate crime against blacks? I'm going to say no. Nope. It would not be put in that category. But perhaps maybe if a black guy robbed an Asian person, it could be put in the category. That's where the stats can be misconstrued. But here we go. This girl could definitely be seen. I would definitely be. Now, of course, with, without makeup, take a look at the difference here. Man, this is crazy. Oh, the humanity. And the bigger the hoop, the bigger the hoe. Uh, but take a look at the difference here, even with some lotion on her face. She looks way different, and she's got her hair done. Damn. All right, what you go out with and what you wake up next to are two different things. But it is what it is. Okay, we got uh, Jasmine Owung is wanted in connection to a spree of Toronto carjackings. What are we doing here? Where do we put this in the category of hate crime? Is this a hate crime or just a robbery? It says right here, the Peel Regional Police have arrested and charged a Mississauga teen a teenager hello i'm sorry she's a legal teen after multiple armed robberies that police said took place after she met up with men she met through online dating sites here we go 18 year old jasmine owung is now in custody see this is crime is up whether it's men or women asian or black white latino it doesn't matter i think crime is up regardless mm. She's now in custody and face charging, facing charges, but it seems she could be in for more trouble as she's wanted in another investigation from Toronto that began last year. So she's on a crime wave. On Friday, the investigators arrested and charged her with two counts of robbery. She's been accused of interacting with male victims on dating sites and meeting them in the Malton area, according to the press release. Police reported 
that during these meetings, she will pull out a knife and rob victims of their money. Lord, she out here. Let me see the male victims. Investigators have said they are concerned they could be more victims in this case. This woman's uh, pulling hate crimes all by herself. She's a statistic. <laughs> Goodness. And have every have asked everyone with information and or anyone who recognizes her to contact her. Well, let me take a good look here. I might be have been a victim of her as well. Maybe I got away with that. There she is, right? Oh, yes, I remember her now. I definitely remember that little face. Yes, I did fold this up, allegedly. I could have folded this up. It says right here, according to the previous TPS release, she is wanted in connection to a carjacking spree in Toronto during the summer of 2022. 14 suspects were involved in those incidences where several vehicles were stolen from suspects at gunpoint. She stuck me for my papers, man. Some of the carjackings also similarly took place during what police described as, quote, pre-arranged meeting. A pre-arranged meeting, though it is not clear if they, too, involved the victims and suspects meeting through online dating. All right. All right, here we go. It says right here in October, she was wanted for robbery with an offensive weapon and conspiracy to commit an indictable offense. Okay, so she out here thugging. She out here thugging looking like this. Looking like this, she out here thugging. She do got some. Her eyes are already dead. Can you see that? Her eyes are already dead. She out here. Some of y'all will get caught up. Some of y'all would definitely get caught up dealing with this one. She looked like a bad seed. All right, so she's not the only one out here trapping. Okay, we do have another woman here, Eleanor Williams, in jail for a false grape claim. There she is. This woman has told authorities she inflicted injuries on herself with a hammer she bought from Tesco. Where is this? What city is this? It says BBC, so I'm assuming this is somewhere in the United Kingdom. A woman who falsely claimed she was raped and trafficked by an Asian grooming gang has been jailed for eight and a half years. So now, look at all this hate crime, but we're putting black people at the lead of this. I don't know about all this. Now we got white people blaming Asian gang groomers. Oh, boy. Man, look. I don't think... Oh, the humanity. <laughs> Jesus. Yo, man, I think people are just hating on people, man. Good Lord. Now, Asian people getting groomed. <laughs> so it's not a black person here. This is obviously a white woman. So here we are. Eleanor Williams sparked protests in her Cumbrian, Cumbrian hometown of Barrow after posting photos on social media of injuries. She said were from beatings. All right. And it says right here, she in the court, the crown court, Preston Crown Court, her she inflicted the wounds herself with a hammer. Williams, age 22, was found guilty of perverting the course of justice. A two day sentence hearing was uh, was told three men Williams falsely accused tried to take their own lives. Well, after being targeted and suffering hell on earth. One of them spent 73 days in prison sharing a cell with the convicted sex offender 
after he was charged as a result of Williams' crimes. Now, let me tell you, he just said he shared a cell. He probably went through some pure hell while he was sharing that cell, and he probably can't tell the tales. But his tail could tell the tales, unfortunately. Mm. He want to say, I was violated up in that mother sucker because this witch took a hammer to her own face. All right, so unfortunately, she got caught. And in the UK, looks like they're throwing him in jail for that situation here. Last one, allegedly now there's a sister running around here scamming people, um, scamming stores out of $500,000. This sister was busy, all right? This sister was busy. Let's listen to the story here. Boston student arrested after stealing $500,000 in credit card schemes, bragged about her lavish lifestyle on Line. Foster on Instagram was proudly posting about her new Tesla last month, commenting, my biggest flex is being able to buy my own Tesla full out under 20 years old. But it turns out she allegedly bought the $35,000 vehicle with money Burlington police say she stole. Miss Foster, good morning. The 19-year-old from Dorchester was in court today, accused of stealing more than half a million dollars in a credit card scheme. Prosecutors say Foster was an employee of the LaVissa Jewelry Store at the Burlington Mall, where she allegedly charged higher prices and refunded the difference to her own credit card. The item would then be refunded onto a credit card, and this process, according to the police report, occurred over... Um, Eight, eight times over the course of three dates. And Foster's transactions at the store were not captured on surveillance. And there's evidence that result that was um, that has been solicited that the defendant um, tampered with much of the surveillance uh, camera in the store. Foster is a student at LaSalle University in Newton. The police report indicates she's been investigated by university police for using fraudulent credit cards to pay tuition. Oh. Leaving court today, Foster did not make any comment, but she told police she took the money to make her mother feel less stressed and make friends and family happy. She stated, I'm sorry for what I did. Now, LaSalle University says it is the responsibility of Ariel Foster. All right. You big dummy. Yeah. So it's bad, man. I think crime is up in general. And, um, you know, that's what we have to deal with, especially dealing with toxic people. These young girls are getting started, and much of it is because they want to flex on social media. Let's get to the main event. All right, marriage burnout is real, and what usually happens next is not cool. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a story that is kind of going to the background, but Gwen Stefani, yes, the B-A-N-A-N-A-S, I'm just a girl. Yeah, Ben Gwen Stefani allegedly has a marriage suffering with Blake Shelton. And I think they've only been married for some two years. Now, this article was about a month old. Pals allege that they are falling out of love. This is something that I tell you happens all the time. Love does not last. It is very, very simple. Many of you guys who say love lasts, you guys have already had 5, 10, 15, 20 relationships absolutely fail and you were in love. Mm. So a loving relationship could work, but love lasting does not work. It simply does not work, okay? Like you've already had 10 loves already effed up. So love does not last by, by definition. But here it is right here. Let me go skim through it and see what's going on here. And I'll show you how they're trying to cover it. They got their publicist 
putting out very wonderful stories about their love and marriage. Gwen Stefani picked her, uh, picked her winner at NASCAR. Okay, that's all set up. Who cares about that? All right, they're setting it up. Let's get in here. The Hollaback Girl and Blake Shelton married July 3rd, 2021. Okay, they haven't made it two years yet. The wedding ceremony took place at the country star. Who cares about all this? Okay, they had a, they had a wedding. Uh, but according to Radar Online, there was a noticeable difference in the atmosphere next to Blake when Gwen was seated as a spectator at the car. Okay, they're looking at body language despite Gwen's cheerful series of Instagram selfies. An observer noticed few laughs and the couple appeared to be unhappy. Unhappy, yes. I'm not happy. <laughs> okay. An unnamed friend, an unnamed friend of Gwen and Blake has this to say. At the beginning of their relationship, there were so they were so full of passion. It was like they couldn't keep their hands off of each other. But since the wedding, that spark has allegedly been fading away. They, are, uh, they reportedly bicker all the time. And after particularly heated arguments, they sleep in different bedrooms. This is according to an insider. Friends are allegedly concerned that Gwen and Blake might be falling out of love with each other. Working together on The Voice has caused problems for the couple, so they're co-workers. Despite enjoying the experience, Blake and Gwen had their difficulties. The source said they acted sweet on camera, but behind the scenes, they sometimes clash because, quote, the minimum wage singer received more attention than Gwen, which made her jealous. I'm not happy. <laughs> so now, wow, so she's jealous, essentially, of the attention. Let me see here. Let me see if I can find, let me see here. Okay, uh, all right, they're talking about the show. On top of that, on top of that, there was a high, wait, there was a highly demanded shooting schedule that has clashed with his tour dates. All this stress seemed too much for him to take. Some speculation has suggested that Blake departed from The Voice to fix his issues within his marriage. L. That's an L. Still, it's best to take this report with a grain of salt. There's no proof of tension between Blake and uh, Gwen Stefani, which is true. All right, we're just using that as an example. I don't know what's going on in their marriage, so we just got to acknowledge that. Now, I'll just show you what press release was released recently about them, and this was as early as yesterday, because what I tend to do is go see where they're trying to cover their tracks. This was released yesterday. Gwen Stefani shares uh, the most adorable photo as she welcomes the newest member of their family. Gwen also co-parents her three sons, with ex Gavin Rosedale, who was a band member in her band previously, um, and he's a half black guy, so apparently they uh, got a puppy. I think that's what, or a cat. Okay, they got a cat. All right, and so when you do see people add to their marriages by adopting a kid, buying a dog, getting pregnant, adding a cat, you know it's a wrap. It's right around the corner. It's right around the corner. It's a Rapsky. So uh, when people start adding these things, it's a kind of a symbol that they're trying to use this to maintain the relationship. So watch out for that particular trap. Now, relationship and marriage burnout is nothing new. 
sometimes we overlook it or sometimes people who are more than public with their relationship will have burnout and other issues that they keep secret. When people go through divorces, they will be public about their marriage, but they'll want privacy in their divorce. Sometimes people look like they're happy in marriage, and then all of a sudden you'll see them get divorced because relationship and marriage burnout is real, and it's normally the end-up effects are not good. I have several articles that you can uh, be seen here, and they talk about burnout in marriage. What typically happens is a divorce, or you live as roommates, or you just fall out of love, or the man feels burned out. Remember this cuckoo bird that told you men need to be more than a financial uh, financier. You need to do all these other things. Okay, I'll play the video really quickly here just so you can remember who I'm referencing. This marriage coach. Men need to do all this shit. Let's play her again. Gentlemen, if you want a better marriage in 2023, you have to let go of these 1950s ideologies that providing for your family only means providing financially. It doesn't at all. That didn't work in 1950, and it's certainly not going to work now. You are responsible for creating a safe place mentally and emotionally for every member of your household, for leading them, leading them financially, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, educationally. That's on you. You are the leader of the household and providing for your family means providing that leadership for them so that they have that safe space and they know what it looks like. Well, guys, this is how men get burned out of marriages, because what comes with that is less sex, more debates, more arguments, marriage counseling, working on it, trying to meet her expectations. And then you ask for her expectations. She says, I don't got to do shit. All right. I ain't got to do nothing. It's your job. And then if it doesn't work out, it's your fault. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Yep, and she's absolutely right about what she's requesting. She's absolutely right. However, what comes with that is a list of expectations for her. What comes with that is now she's the follower. What comes with that is you get a part of the decision-making, but you don't make the ultimate decisions. She's got to ride that train. Oh, it's all on you, but now she wants to decide. And then you're controlling narcissists, insecure. But you see what I mean? It's a trap. They're asking you for this, but then you get burned out. And you say, I can't do all of this anymore. Or you're not allowing me to lead and you're not following. See what I mean? People want to say she's right. Yeah, but what is she doing? Question. She's out here running her mouth. All right, so let's get into it right here. Instead of having her family led by her man. But marriage burnout. Let's talk about what the symptoms could be of you being burned out says, is burnout in a relationship normal? If you're in a committed relationship that lasts a decade or longer, or you've been going through a stressful period with many changes like moving, losing your job, multiple kids in a short time span, you'll likely, you're likely to experience burnout at some point and can be a perfectly normal reaction to a overwhelming situation. And it says right here, and of course, it doesn't mean that you need to split up or start living separate. If you do feel guilty for being exhausted or detached, it's probably time to pose some questions. I got a question. Why is it always people who want to go through some healing from trauma 
or any of that. It is always associated with marriage, relationship, or breakups. Have you ever noticed that? It's never associated with your job, or maybe it could be some job stress. It's never associated with your personal decisions or lifestyle choices. Many times it can be, but oftentimes it is always framed as some sort of situation where you need to heal from some trauma. Maybe sometimes it's your parents, but it never centers around true accountability. It's always something that revolves around a bad relationship that the other person doesn't take accountability for. All right. And it's normally linked to this burnout or false expectations, or you didn't live up to the expectations in your relationship. Here's a poor guy right here. As you can see, how do you know if you're emotionally exhausted? Loss of hope, mm. lack of motivation, sleeping problems, general irritability. That's a big one, especially for men. Men who get irritable in their relationships, they're irritable. Means that the woman's bothering her. Something is bothering him and he doesn't want to deal with it. He's annoyed. There's nagging. There's bad expectations. He's getting a bad deal. This could be vice versa as well, but we're speaking to the men. When a guy gets irritable and she says, but you're always irritable. You know why? You know why, ladies? And that's you. You're irritating him. Have you ever thought about that? Headaches, fatigue and lack of energy, apathy, absent-mindedness. These are all signs of it. Okay, let me see here. Here it is. What causes relationship burnout, even in marriage, is a failed expectation that your relationship will give a give you a more profound meaning to your life. I think relationships, in my opinion, this is only my opinion, I think relationships interfere with you finding the meaning of your life. I think people who look for relationships to provide them meaning, complete them, solve a problem, or so forth and so on, they're often the most disappointed. They're often the most disappointed. All right, I'm looking forward to being with you. You make me happy. I'm happy when I'm around you. I just look forward to being with you. My life has meaning now that I'm with you. I'm actually a better person because of you. Man, you're setting yourself up for failure, in my opinion. Unclear boundaries, lack of personal space, or time for self-care. What causes relationship burnouts? Unclear boundaries. Lack of personal space and time for self-care. Remember, ladies, I told you the secret. Leave your man alone. He'll be happier. Stop touching on him all the time. All right, touch him only when you want to fornicate. All right, stop giving him attention and then making him cuddle and then say, well, I just want to cuddle tonight. That's irritating. Be upfront about what you're doing. Yes, you need time to cuddle, but you might want to empty his balls and he can cuddle with you. Or leave his ass alone. All right, for real. It's very clear. I know you need to be touched on and loved and held, but I need these balls empty. Tell me up front what you're doing. Don't try to just say, well, I thought I'd just cuddle and hold you and touch. Can we just do this for 30 minutes? Tell me up front. I want 30 minutes of cuddling. All right. And I'll tell you when. All right, next week. <laughs> Tomorrow. Later. All right, not now. Don't just encroach on my space. I'm busy right now. Cycles of repeated fighting, misunderstandings, and tension. This is very common in relationships, unfortunately. And I would rather be in peace than to be rehashing conversations, having misunderstandings for the for the um 
for the for the for the misunderstanding purpose tension tension is a big one guys i don't know if you guys know children in marriages feel tension between spouses ask your kids and be honest if they are aware that you guys are fighting have a misunderstanding not talking not having sex not kissing she's not sucking you off your kids know there's no hiding it they're not dumb Tension is a big one, and a lot of people have tension in their household, and they do this shit every day. This is tiresome. This causes anxiety, depression, and stress. Many times, it forces people to walk on eggshells, and it doesn't lead to good communication. This causes relationship burnout. Everybody feels it around them. I told you the story about the young lady, a young lady that I know. Um, her, She tells me a story. The reason why I use the story is because it gets right to the point of her mother, I believe, and her mother's husband picked her up to go to a family event. She tells me the story and she says, look, we're in the car and they're bickering the entire time. Now, married people or people who are in relationships don't understand that they're bickering. They think they're communicating. Women often use this communication as a result, uh, as a as a attempt to meet, have a meeting of the minds or talk, but it's often bickering and nagging. Married people don't notice it. Married people have no idea that they're bickering at each other. And what did you do this? And I, and I don't understand why you did this. And you could have easily took that left turn and you could easily got over on this lane. And why did you do this? And what they'll do is they'll calm down. They'll stop bickering. They think they're talking and communicating. And then, an hour later, they start bickering about the same damn thing because somebody will remember something. And what you said in the car with me was completely rude. Now, they're immune to their bickering. They just This is how they communicated for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. They don't realize they're bickering until somebody rides in the car with them. And then they be like, damn, you ever do this? You hang around a married couple? They be bickering and shit and jabbing each other with the side completely abusing each other both of them completely abusing each other and you're just sitting off on the side like damn can't wait to get out of the car you like my my god so you don't realize this and this is what causes tense and stress this is what causes this shit most people are and it, this is men and women. I don't want to just hear the women say yeah my man did this and I don't want to hear the men say yeah my woman did both of you are suffering from this. And, uh, you know, uh, couples do this shit all the time. Passive aggressive attacks. Periods of work or family related stress or lack of support between the partners. People can feel that in relationships. Boring or exhausting daily routines and incomplete assignments can cause relationship burns burnout. Certain patterns of relationship addiction lead to outbursts of jealousy, resentment, burdening your partner, and it may cause you both to feel emotionally drained. Sign me up. Sign me up. Guys, when you say I need to work through my relationship, this is what it is. Guys, I'm going to stay single, man. I am not dealing with this shit. Been there, done that. Got the receipt. I got the stamps. I got the punch card. I'm done. 
bring me up. I'm staying single, man. What about this? 10 signs of emotional exhaustion and burnout in marriage. We, then we're going to tell you what your, what your parting gift is. Unexplained discomfort. You are constantly burned out. Lack of motivation. You prefer to be alone. You prefer being alone. You're in a relationship. You got into it. You got you a girlfriend. Now you want alone because you're never going to be alone ever again. The only time you're going to be alone, she's going to be shopping at Target, spending 400 bucks, or she's going to be getting her insides pushed to her esophagus because you prefer to be alone. Mm. You pay the penalty. You pay the penalty. Well, if you're not going to be with me, I'll find someone who is. And you push me into his arms. But about feeling like you're feeling like your needs aren't met. This is sexually, guys. First of all, in marriage, trust me, your needs are not going to be met at all. And she's going to put more shit on your plate and she's going to take more shit off her plate. You're constantly thinking about divorce. Well, that's a wrap. Guys, here it is. Guys, these are real articles I'm showing you and you guys think I make this up. This is on marriage.com. <laughs> this is on marriage.com. You guys think I make shit up. This is literally therapy for people here. Walking on eggshells. Everything I talk about. Feeling controlled. Him controlling, him insecure, him a narcissist, him. Well, there goes the marriage. You're in a bad mood all the time. Ladies, take notes. When your husband comes home, this is what he sees. Your face all contorted and distorted. He doesn't see a woman he wants to have fun times or relationships with. When he walks in the door, this is what you look like. Or let's just say he's been doing the good things, right? He's been nice. He's been picking up the kids from school. All he wants is some Eggo waffles for breakfast tomorrow. And this is how you look. Mm. Right? And you can be honestly feeling this. You can be feeling some tension. You can be wanting some relief yourself. You can be wanting an orgasm yourself and you want him to touch you. You want him to lick between the thighs instead of just getting a quickie. I get it. But this is what happens here when you're not happy, right? And of course, he says, well, I guess I got to go walk on eggshells. And she's in a bad mood all the time, and only she can control her mood. I can't control your mood. But of course, everything that I do seems to annoy you. You're irritated. And it's all Jermaine Fong. It's always Jermaine Fong. Low self-esteem. Oh, gosh. Look at this. Marital burnout could result from a spouse's low self-esteem. I'm exiting, bro. I am not dealing with a person's self-esteem. I could give a shit about your self-esteem. Now, when I say that, I mean, I'm not, I have no, I have no control over that. If you want me to try to figure out how to feel good about yourself, and to yesterday I said, honey, I love you no matter how fat you are. I love your curve. I love your Dunlap belly. I love your double belly. I love your triple chin. I love the ink spots and the damn liver spots on your skin. I love the moles on your back. I love the fact that you have T-Rex arms and small feet. I love the fact that you skinny. I love the fact that you fat, bruh. I got to do this every day, every day, every day. And then it wears off. It falls on deaf ears. And then somebody else at work tells her, oh, you look good. You have five kids. I couldn't even tell. You look 
like you're 32 years old, but you're 52. You look 28, but you're really 40. Bruh. Yep, and she's still depressed. I can't help this shit. You better go get some damn self-esteem if you want to be with me because I ain't in charge of that shit. <laughs> I'm not in charge of that. If you think I am, you're going to be coming out with some hurt-ass feelings at the end of it. Okay, really. Self-esteem is provided by definition yourself. Mm. I'll say it again. By definition, esteem is what you give yourself. Not what I give you. So if your self-esteem is bad and then I show up in your life and it's still bad, it's because you got low self-esteem and you gave it to you. I didn't, I'm not supposed to pick you up. Oh, well, you feel like a loser. Now I'm supposed to make you feel like a winner. The fact that I chose you and come home every night should give you an indication that either I'm in prison inmate or I like you. It's one of the two. Let's figure that out. But I keep coming home to you. That should be self-esteem enough. But no, I got to tell you how wonderful you are. And still tomorrow, I got to do the shit again and walk on eggshells. These people are absolute low lacking relation. They lack relationship skills. These people are putting responsibilities on you that you cannot live up to. Can't live up to. In fact, there's a lot of other negative things that happen to dudes that get into uh, this situation when you when you experience burnout what is going to happen next obviously you got to get down to the source you could potentially go to marriage counseling marriage counseling is said to be effective 70 percent who believes that marriage counseling success rate success rate it is said oh they have a 98 percent success rate let's let's go to the data here and we're not going to lie on it. I'm not going to lie. The American Association of Marriage and Family Therapists reports an overall success rate of 98%. Let's give them a round of applause. Thank you for all the... <laughs> Who believes this shit? The success of couples therapy and other factors contributing to the decreased divorce rate in the United States total uh, today. Counseling can indeed save and strengthen a marriage. <laughs> Who believes this? Now, we all know what's going to happen in here. She's going to go in there and blame him. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. She's going to say he doesn't do this and he doesn't do that. In fact, then he's going to push back and find out. She's been doing some nefarious activity and the counselor and they're going to be like, oh boy, did you in fact do that? Well, it's Jermaine's fault. Marriage counselors also will meet with the woman independently of the man and then meet with the couple and then don't meet independently with the man. Like what kind of, what kind of, um, what did it, what is the phrase that I'm looking for? Not moral. Doesn't that violate a moral clause? Doesn't that mean you're double dipping? Like what kind of, uh, there's got to be a clause. <laughs> there's got to be a clause somewhere that that you can't do. Like you, you should not be able to do that. If you can meet with someone independently and then go meet with the couple, but then don't meet with the husband. Come on. There's no way unethical. That's what, I, there has to be an ethics to that.
And then what they'll say is we gave you an opportunity, but you chose not to do it. That is that should immediately end the couple's counseling. It should immediately end the couple. I'll give you another example. If one parent takes a kid to therapy, but the other parent, the therapist never communicates with the other parent, whatever they came up with should be tossed out. Should be automatically tossed out. You never referred to the other parent. You never met with them. You never had a conversation, a phone call, express your concerns. It should be automatically tossed. There's a significant bias. <laughs> that person going to be have a significant bias by not being exposed to the other person's story. But we do this, the rapist shit all the time. We do this shit all the time and then act like these people have high morality and principles. They're unethical. Anybody who does it is not doing their profession with high ex ethics. It's despicable. It's despicable what we allow these people to get away with. You're in a marriage. Your wife goes and meets with them independently, then meets with you together. It's definitely a violation of ethics. But here we are saying marriage counselors have a 98% success rate. Absolute hogwash, but that's what you're going to be exposed to. That's what you're going to be exposed to. Okay. The next thing you're going to be exposed to, if it doesn't work and you happen to be the 2% of people that end up in divorce court, you're screwed. Many times the marriage therapist will not speak on behalf of the couple in the, in the court. You might have to sign a waiver and they're going to make themselves not part of every divorce case. Otherwise, they'll be a part of every divorce case. Okay. They'll be a part of every divorce case. All right. So in this situation here, you went through the one gamut. Now you inherited a divorce. Or let's just say you part of the 98% of success rates for the marriage uh, therapist right here. What do you think likely occurred in that session? What happened is the guy accepted his fate. He said, look, I don't want to go that route. I want to try to work it out. Now you were with the marriage therapist for seven years. There's married couples that go to therapy seven years of their marriage. Mm. I tell you, Meepa, man, you need to get out of there. How in the hell? Are you in therapy for seven years? How are you in couples counseling for seven? I Just give up. Mm. <laughs> what? Are you joking? And she still ain't giving up the cheeks. She's still having you walk up. Arrow said, this is the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. Who's the measuring stick? But that's what you get. All right. You get to walk on eggshells. Most of the time, these people are going to say, well, just do this and overlook that and try to be better and do this and look for her emotional. This is what she ends up sounding like right here. This is your couple's therapist right here, gentlemen. This woman right here is a marriage coach certified. This woman right here, guys, you and you think I'm going to this person. Here we go. Gentlemen, if you want a better marriage in 2023, you have to let go of these 1950s ideologies that providing for your family only means providing financially. I don't know. She might have other videos where she's talking about the woman. I don't know. I haven't looked at her, all of her social media, but this is what your marriage counselor sounds like right here. It doesn't at all. That didn't work in 1950 and it's certainly not going to work now. You are responsible for creating 
a safe place mentally and emotionally for every member of your household, for leading them, leading them financially, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, educationally. That's on you. You are the leader of the household and providing for your family means providing that leadership for them so that they have that safe space and they know what it looks like. And you'd be like, thank you, therapist. I agree with this. Yes, I'm going to take control. I'm going to be a better leader and a man. Uh, does she have a homework assignment? Is there a possibility that you'll discuss with me what her homework is? Oh, we met in private. She knows her roles and responsibilities. Trust me, she's a better woman. She's going to be there for you. Trust me. And they'll send your punk ass out the door. And she heard nothing about her assignment, your wife or ex-wife, your wife, your girlfriend. She heard nothing about her assignment. She's going to say, well, remember, she told you. <laughs> this is what you get when you get marriage burnout. Congratulations, guys. This is the stuff you're inheriting. The relationships in America are simply lopsided. In fact, there's a there's women right now listening to me going, see, these guys don't want to lead. But then when I tell you, get the fat off your neck, go jog, have some better self-esteem. Stop looking at me like you're irritated. Respect my boundaries. Cook, work out, pick up the kids from school, leave work early. When I start giving them their duties, they start acting like I'm describing a slave. They ain't going to do it. I don't got to do all that. Yep, she's going to be sitting there like this. She's going to be like, wait. How dare you? <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, her, starts part, her part starts after you've been perfect. You got to earn my respect. You got to earn my cooking and cleaning. You got to earn. Yeah, you got to do all this. Bro, this is what you get. And you get relationship burnout, and it's exactly real. Also, Blake Shelton is about to get a divorce. That's what he's about to get. Okay. Man, is this guy here? I don't know, Gil, are you being real? He says Asians have nothing to do with the black slave trade. Hatred toward Asian, Asians make zero. I don't know. Are you responding to somebody's comment? I ain't said nothing about no Asians and no black slave trade. Okay. I think we need to get over the black slave trade asapidly. Uh, but who are you talking to? All right. I'm not even bringing none of that shit up. I mean, what's going on with this thing, man? With this, what's what's going on with Asians and black people? <laughs> what's going on? Mm. Like, are they? This dude must be, this dude must be, um, this dude must be, what do they call it? He must be trolling me. Are you trolling me? <laughs> Somebody said Asian provided the gunpowder. Racial, racial people blow my mind, man. And it's not just the pro-blacks. It's these people like this. Like, what are y'all talking about? Man, who cares? Man, handle everybody handle your own business. Everybody handle your own business. Who cares about this dude trolling? Like, what the hell? You talking about Charleston White? Y'all concerned about Charleston White. Oh, my Lord. And the other dude was China Mac. Like, both of these people, scum. I mean, who cares about either one of them people? Where are we at? Macaroni Tony, long story short, on that BM white man car video, the black man is a former pro basketball player that now is a content creator, and he's in the pseudo red pill space. 
yeah, uh, what they're doing is let's just give Fresh and Fit their flowers. They are the masterminds of the interviewing women. I know you might you might hate it. Kevin Samuels was somewhat of a mastermind with individually interviewing women. He was somewhat flawed when they got to meeting them in face-to-face. Myron is the absolute genius in terms of being able to put these talking points in front of women in person. Everybody else has copied them. Everybody. I don't care if they're interviewing in their car, interviewing in a studio, an apartment, or whatever. Everybody copied them, period. If you want to talk about people copying people, Fresh and Fit is the blueprint. I don't care if he's bringing, they're bringing straggle daggles in Miami. I don't care. But now we're going to interviewing people in the car. All right. Um, and interviewing women and interviewing young women and women that are don't represent the mindsets of all women, but they're just giving us a peek inside of it. It's just, it's just, just sad. <laughs> it's just sad that we're seeing this. So everybody now wants to interview a woman to try to get ahead. I've never stooped to that level. I've never stooped to that level. I've always never really tro- followed the trends. I just say, I'm going to just stand on my shit and keep it moving. All right. But I do applaud people who do go about doing this. Everybody else is copying. And not only that, not only that, not only that. It, yeah. Somebody said that style is getting played out. Everybody realizes what it is, but um, it's played out. Fresh and fit can continue doing it because they are, in my opinion, the originators of it. Or they made it popular. They made it popular. Um, nobody's been able to pull it off like them. Nobody's ever been. Nobody's ever. They're not able to do it like them. I don't give a damn what anybody does. So now we got dudes in the car interviewing women, trying to expose it, and then he gets exposed. He doesn't know how to handle it. Okay. He doesn't know how to handle it. So then this woman. This woman that he wants to expose and try to run all over, and he's not equipped because these people are on red pill. They're just copying us. They're just copying everything we said and worked hard for and got deplatformed for, if if you will. And when a woman confronts them with some hardcore truth, he don't know how to deal with it. He don't know how to deal with it and talk her off of that ledge or at least respond to her in the situation there. He let her go and run off with that truth, and now he was down there shuffling. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Now, listen, I don't mind people copying other people's strategies, but what I do mind is copying sort of the the kind of making themselves look like the genius in the situation, like they came up with this shit, and it's nauseating. That part is nauseating, and I get it. People probably have said the same thing because I'm, I'm somewhat new in this space as well. I've been only doing this for coming up on five years. But it's nauseating that these people are running around here copying people like Fresh and Fit, acting like they came up with the idea and the platform, and then just using the talking points recklessly when they're just simps and purple pills. They, they You're just simps and purple pills out here. Yeah, just call your show the Purple Pill Podcast. You have no intentions of doing nothing but copying, making your money, and putting out purple pill talking points, acting like you're red pill. Purple pill. Just call yourself a purple. It is what it is. Again, we haven't came up with the, all of this stuff. But anyway, the Purple Pill Ass Podcast, period. <laughs> all right, anyway, 
None of y'all know red pills anymore anyway. Where we at? Das Tokens. Have you talked about the incel going around pepper spraying girls? I haven't. Sad. I haven't heard about that. Uh, you know, if you have a story, share it on locals. Gumps and friends. Yeah. Just name your podcast that. And dude, man, these people watch all of us in here and they just run off to Instagram. It's disgusting. Now, I haven't never answered a DM unless I've known you. So uh, you guys better start inviting these real ones on the show because you guys are making these conversations with women. You look pathetic out here, man. All you're doing is trying to get some shit where you can get your little uh, uh, 30 seconds of fame on Instagram. Don't let me start talking like a hater. Okay, anyway, but y'all ain't no real ones out here. And y'all know y'all watch me. It's very apparent. I know y'all watch me. It's very apparent. House of Gumps. Gump-ass podcast. Purple Pill Summary. Desperate Dude. Simp-ass. <laughs> Simp-ass podcaster. That's what the name of your show should be. Because they got the nerve. Here's the thing. They got the nerve to invite certain people on their podcast. And these people... Like I like like for instance, I'm not dissing this uh uh woman here when I bring her up. If you're a podcast and you invite Ali Drummond on your podcast, but you ain't invited me, you ain't invited no real ones, you ain't invited, you know what I mean? I don't want to name names. You ain't invited us, but you somehow was able to find Ali Drummond and you acting like you ain't never brought my name up on your podcast, you ain't getting no respect for me. And you've been a podcast for a year or two, sit your punk ass down. There ain't no way. You skip and you. I never heard of Coach Greg Adams. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. If you got to that person, you for certainly got my videos crawling across your suggestion. The fuck out of here with these people, man. These people are goofballs. I mean, it's just absolutely. It's just. It's just. It's just. Because what they don't want me to do is come over there and outshine their ass. But that's neither here nor there. But I don't need they punk ass podcast anyway. But what I'm saying is, y'all, man, y'all better put a picture of me or something. <laughs> you better listen. You better at least say my name one damn time or your whole shit ain't even validated. This the king of kings over here. You know what I mean? You can't walk around like you ignoring me. Like I ain't here. Like I ain't made no impact. You better say free agent lifestyle once. Put some damn respect on my name. Shit, these people are goofy as hell. Put my damn picture in the background like this with my arms spread out like the Jesus statue in Brazil. Or your shit ain't validated in my opinion. <laughs> your shit is invalid. New booty ass, purple pill ass dudes running podcasts stealing from Myron. Stealing from Myron's whole platform. Y'all better say Myron's name, at least. Copycat ass. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, how's everybody's days doing? Mm. Where are at? Anyway, let's get into it. What do we got? <laughs> How's everybody's day doing? You guys having a wonderful day? We're about to wrap this shit up. But I just had to say that. Uh, shout out to Warren says, to add to this topic, some white women who do see black men as more than a fetish are usually the ones you don't want. 
Wow. He says, I met a white woman who initially wanted to just smash. But after she realized my life was much more put together than hers, I had a great financial well-being and was ambitious in life. She then tried to lock me down and wanted to introduce me to her father, who was a wealthy guy. He says, by this point, I realized she was on the mental health meds and said, no, I'll pass. So again, to his point, men can find white women to be very much open to them. But of course, these might not be the women you want, right? You're like, I've been banging white women in Minnesota all my life. And I say, exactly, in Minnesota. Mm. Mud shark capital of the world, if you will. New, 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 new world. Other than, other than Dolan, Alabama. Is it Dolan, Alabama? Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, what kind of valuable... You're not getting girls at Tuscaloosa, at the University of Tuscaloosa. You're getting girls in Dalton, Alabama. Yeah, much art. <laughs> what we at here? Hey, I love everybody, by the way. Is it Dalton, Dalton, Alabama? Yeah. You know what I mean? Dalton? Is it Dalton? There's no L. Dalton, yeah. You know, what are you getting down there? Oh, the humanity. Seattle, Washington. Oh, gosh. I mean... Shout out to everybody in Seattle. But yeah, I mean, those aren't the winners, man. The ones in in Seattle are not the winners. Them the losers. <laughs> You're interracially dating. Oh, man, you need to come to Seattle. No, you don't. You don't. Unless you just like mud sharks and whatnot. You don't need to go to Seattle. It's going to be a bad day. All right, for you. All right, where are we at? Winnie Wall, coach, the news is propaganda. The latest FBI crime stats show that blacks are victims to the most hate crime. And I would tend to agree with that. In the 2020 stats, there was 2,871 anti-black incidences and only 279 anti-Asian incidences. Almost 70% of hate crimes were committed by whites. Stop the cap. Yeah, man, I... I don't see it. Like, I'm not seeing this all the time. I think this is definitely some sort of agenda or propaganda because talking about people are slaughtering a certain group of people, I don't, man, they must be undercovering this shit up. I don't see it. I don't see it. All right. You need to show me visual evidence of this shit. And there's cameras everywhere. Sure. Are people being victims of crime? Absolutely. All people are. But to put, one group of people, like a small minority, and then say this other minority is cat man. Please, I want to see that. I want to see that data for real. But I do want to see uh, people stop hating people because of race. I think it's a low level mindset. I think it's a low level mindset. All right, shout out to uh, Mr. Smith. He says, Shawty said that ninja that she wit ain't ish. He says he can't do this and he don't do that. All right. We almost at the end and I think I got everybody. We got, uh, oh man, we getting racial in here. I see. He says uh, marriage causes divorce. White men, white women that, sorry. White women think black men are easy to control. It's a power play. Uh-oh. New, 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 new world order. Well, unfortunately it's true. In a sense, in a sense, it's true. 
I mean, there's some truth to that. So, yes, it is could be a power play. Abel returns to Eden. Now would a Barack Obama black mixed race type of badge of honor to white women? Okay, would I think you mean would would Barack Obama be a badge of honor? Okay, tough question. Lawar Moore, I prefer work burnout to relationship burnout. I do too. Relationship burnout, guys, there's no solution. There's no solution. There, there, there's no solution to it. Like, there's the only solution is you bow down. And there's so many referees that they put up in front of you. Like, I, I want to ask you this, and this is getting to the end. If a man's having relationship problems with this woman, I want you to think about this. If a man's having relationships to hit with this woman, where can he go? Where can he go? Think about this. Where can that man go? I'll stop it right there. He's supposed to handle it himself. Now, if a woman's having relationship problems with a man, where can she go? She has a laundry list full of people that be waiting to hear this shit. Her girlfriends. Guys can't even go to their guy friends with this. At best, he can go to her girlfriends. She can go to her girlfriends. She can go to therapists, counselors, marriage counselors. She can go to the family court, social services. She can go to any amount of referees. She can go to her daddy and cry. She can run to the court of public opinion, and she can run out there on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. She can post memes and shit that she's trying to translate to her husband. Attorneys, the rapist, the law, po police, police, the FBI, the IRS, the CIA, her male friend, her work husband, her boss. I mean, this woman runs to everybody. Now, let's frame the question again. Where do men go when he's having relationship problems with this girl? The pastor. Yeah. She can go to the pastor. She can go to your children, no matter what age they are. She can go to your children. Beta male orbiters, strip club. Dude, she got a bevy of people who I call referees. These are all referees, whether they get butt in or whether they don't. Some of these referees are paid. Now, I'll phrase the question again. Where do men go? When they have relationship problems with their women, he can't even go to his own mama. Sometimes the mama like I ain't in this shit. The mama will side with the girlfriend or the wife or she'll just be passive aggressive. I ain't in it. I just want to make sure I see my grandkids. I'm not going to challenge the system. She could go to her brothers. She could go to her father. Ninja, she going everywhere but you. <laughs> you know what I mean? The only place we go is this space, Coach Greg Adams, this is it. This is what I'm telling you. This is how, like LaWar Moore says, I'd rather, rather have work burnout than relationship burnouts because at least work burnout, I got a referee. Relationship burnouts, you got nobody. Nobody siding with your ass. It's going to be all your fault. Yep, social services, CPS, anyone, anyone she can pick from, she could just pick from a bevy of referees to referee your behavior. You, on the other hand, cannot. You can run to the attorney first, and still you're going to get screwed over. You can run to CPS first, screwed over. You can run to the pastor, screwed over. You can run to your male friends, 
your male friends will be piping down your wife. Mm. Oh, you having problems? Cool. Your wife's toes, 10 toes up in a matter of weeks. <laughs> you got to handle it yourself. And any other man you turn to, they're going to say, well, he's toxic. He ain't helping the situation. You see what I mean? Where are we at? Planet, Planet Fit Bro says, has the red pill been hijacked by trad cons? He's talking about the women here, which we warned of this thing here. And shout out to the female consecrators. They just can't be the top dog. But now they're the top dog. And, of course, the purple pill simps or the people over here, they are running to them first. Hey, do do you. But um, it is what it is. I mean, if they're going to be the leading voice in our platform, it's a wrap. It's a wrap for men. It ain't a wrap for them. They're going to get their bag. But it's a wrap for men. We want to blame these women for coming in here. And I get it. But what about the men who are, are, who are going, oh, this is what I want? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I blame the guys. Jewel C, Asian, Asians own black slaves too. Everybody did. And black people own black slaves. Can we move past slavery? I don't want to forget it. It should be a mark uh, in our world. Blacks own blacks. Blacks own blacks. Asians own blacks. White owns black. Kamala Harris own blacks. Barack Obama, father owned black or mother. White women owned blacks. Black women owned blacks. Come on, man. I mean, come on. But nobody's hands are clean of this. Our history is not 300 years old. It is, in fact, thousands of years old and if we trace it back everybody owned each other at some point my gosh everybody did dirt on someone i'm tired of somebody saying we were the good people and these the bad people everybody is bad to everybody everybody matter of fact y'all owned by everybody right now so what are y'all talking about y'all slaves right now <laughs> y'all still slaves somebody just said that we are still slaves for money we still slaves right now, and we got the nerve to be talking about some slavery back in the day. And little, y'all don't want to dig on slavery. I'm telling you, you're going to find out some shit that you didn't want to know. You're going to find out your land was not stolen from you. You sold it. But that's neither here nor there. We don't want to have that conversation. You sold it for pennies and peanuts on the dollar. Yeah, you got swindled, but your people still sold it from up under their control. We don't want to open this shit up. There's sex slaves going on right now. There's wage slavery going on right now. Can we handle what's going on right now? They're, your kids are slaves. You're slaves to uh, political agendas. You're slave to the Democrats. You're slave to the Republicans. You're slave to pokes of medicine. You slave to dollars. If we open this shit up, you will find out your great-grandpappy Sold his 40 acres in a mule long time ago for two bottles of bourbon and whiskey. Yes, he did. And his great grandmama was mad at him for years. And you never knew why. Yes, he did. And you still talk about they stole our, they didn't steal shit. They gave it away. <laughs> a pack of Newports and whatnot. And a tuberculosis test. Stop. They did it, but we don't want to address that shit like it didn't happen. If you find out it did happen, uh, people and people, um, uh, listen, we're going far here, but people, people, e even the Mexicans did the same thing 
in California. They stole it. No, they didn't. People sold it and they were desperate. They were in debt and the debt amounted to like $3,000 of current money, not current money, $3,000 of money back then. And they sold acres for $3,000. Yes, they did. Mm. They did it. <laughs> right? Well, you might think it's foolish. You might think it was a swindle, but that land is worth hundreds of millions of dollars now, right? So it would seem foolish, but these people were in some sort of debt back then and they had financial troubles and $3,000 were the saviors. In fact, you're doing this today. You do the exact same thing today. You do the exact same thing today. You sell off property, you sell off opportunities, and then later on, it would be like later on your future relatives say they stole this from my people. No, they didn't. <laughs> you lost it in a divorce. You gave it away. You got divorced and had to sell your shit. That's what your relatives went through. And now your jackass want to come out here and say somebody stole it. Meanwhile, you stole it from somebody else or they stole it. Stop. Let's just call it a spade. Can we call it even? Can we call it even at this point? Drunk history with CGA. Let's call this shit even around the racial lines. Everybody got done wrong. Somebody else done somebody else wrong. I'm tired of everybody trying to put themselves at the top of this shit. When it comes to America, blacks and Native Americans, we got priority over this shit. Everybody else take a backseat. Till they fix our shit. Native Americans and blacks are always at the front of the line. Everybody else, I don't want to hear your shit. All right, take it back to where you're from. Yes, everybody got screwed. Now, Native Americans and black people, y'all got y'all reparations in many other forms. You ain't getting shit else at this point. Sit down. <laughs> you ain't getting nothing else. You had plenty of opportunities and you fumbled the bag. Let's just be real. You fumbled too many bags. Y'all had opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, and you didn't take advantage of it. Sit down. Mm. <laughs> right? That's my opinion on it, and I don't care what you talk about here. That's my opinion on it. Sit down. You had all the white women you wanted. You had access to their money, and you still fumbled it. You had all the drugs, opportunity. You took the short money. You had all the NFL contracts and the scholarships. You had all these opportunities. And you went into debt, you mismanaged the money, you lost the land, you fought over it, you got married and divorced, you put you sold your kids. Shut up. Everybody shut up. Mm. <laughs> That's what would happen if I become the president of the United States. I'm Thanos snapping anybody talking about this. You could shit. not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? to me <laughs> all right anyway red pill beta is it me or do most women work out at planet fitness well mm. lower class women all right lower class but anyway yeah section a ebt y'all done raped and pillaged the whole damn social system didn't pay no taxes your whole listen your whole family has never paid taxes in their life You've never contributed anything. The only thing is you stole oxygen and your family has stolen oxygen for generations. And here you come with your paw out. It's mm. reprehensible at this point. 
I'm tired of it. <laughs> All right, can we move on to bigger and better issues? For reals. We always got somebody jumping over here. We got done wrong. You did yourself wrong. Your people did you wrong. Your own people did you wrong. Where are we at? All right. Uh, we do got a lot of bench warming ass people here. All right. Shout out to the bench warmers wanting to get in the game. We got my man, no government name, says the dinner date girl followed up with another TikTok video where she admitted she's in massive amount of credit card debt. Indeed, we talked about that earlier. Same thing for women, too. Y'all fumbled the bag. I don't want to hear nothing about women and women lost this and we weren't able to do that. Y'all fumbled the bag. Admit it. Y'all fumbled the bag. Now y'all got to deal with the consequences. Y'all deal with the consequences, and I don't feel sorry for you. So if you end up single and alone in poverty, living in an apartment where the ceiling drips, raindrops, and you got eight pans out, I don't care if it's my mama or you, you fumbled the bag. You could have ended up married a long time ago, but you choose to be free. Now, guess what? You you earned this last 30 years. No, I ain't giving you a Section 8 voucher. <laughs> You got it. You were banana goblin and you were riding salami all your life. You divorced your first two husbands. Now you want me to feel sorry for you. Take a hike. Take a hike. I don't care what you got. You got what you deserve. The hell out of here with this bull. All right. It's absolutely crazy. You guys shoot yourselves in the foot and want everybody to fix your problems. This goes along for everybody right across the line. Please. I don't want to hear it. Coach Alini's here to save you. New, 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 new world order. Shout out to Nike Slim said Coach World Order. New, 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 new world order. And he says, Jewel says, don't get triggered by my comment. I'm not. We, we got to get our ship straight. Everybody handle their own business. How about that? Perpetual victims running around here shaped like a busted Pillsbury biscuit can. You want me to feel sorry for you? We got to have everybody handle their own business or let me be in charge. How about that? You want me to be in charge? <laughs> All right. I'll be in charge of this or you get your ship straight. Don't let me come in here. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang and we out of here. We trying to stay alive in here. Peace. Who has made you cry the most? Who has the nicest body? Who is the funniest? Who does your mom like the most? Who has cheated on you? <laughs> Who was the biggest liar? <laughs> <laughs> Who was the best kisser? <laughs> Who do you think loved you the most? 